It's one week later, and we are live yet again. And notice by the title of the video, or the title of what you're listening to right now, this is the sixth Halloween Horror Nights 26 podcast here from the Elite of the Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition. My name is Sir Owen. Uh, joining me, as always, we have an abbreviated version of the Elite, but... Uh, trust me, it's going to get a little bit more uh, crowded in here a little bit later. First off, we have Will. Booga, booga. Who dares enter the temple? <laughs> Olmec dares enter the temple. And welcome officially for his first time. Uh, as you saw on my Twitter, you'll see that he officially got added a little bit after the second to last podcast we did. Welcome the newest member of the Elite of the Podcast Network, Ryan. About time. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Gladly. Thank you for being a part of this uh, crazy little thing we call the Elite. Well, my pleasure. And uh, last but certainly not least, for the time being at least, we have, like I said numerous times, one of the cornerstones of this network. Uh, definitely uh, somebody that has put a lot into uh, what we do here and continues to put a lot into every single podcast we do, and that is Tyler. What's up, guys? I feel like it's really just been about like a week or so, but what, what has it been now, like two weeks or a week? It's been a week. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. Well, we were live last Saturday. Yeah, that works. <laughs> oh, how's, how's it going? I'm glad to, uh, glad to be back talking Horror Nights. Absolutely, and I'm telling you, uh, it's a very good possibility we may be live every single Saturday in the month of August. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Not at all. So, welcome everyone in the live chat. We have the Usherette here. We have Darren, all hail the network. And uh, we have Diddy Me Voltori. Welcome. That's that's a new name I don't recall seeing before. And Lonald P. Dakes, which I'm pretty sure I've seen before in chat. Uh, welcome everyone to our live chat. If you are new to the live experience here on the podcast network. There is a lot of really interesting things that happen in our chat room, to say the least. Oh, definitely. So uh, basically we are uh, allowing anything uh, to a point. Uh, we're allowing anything in the chat if you want to ask questions to the panel, if you want to ask questions to Ryan, because this is his basic uh, elite initiation tonight. <laughs> So, yeah, we've got a lot of things to uh, talk about tonight. Uh, Usherette, welcome. She says, long-time lurker, first-time chatter. I believe I've seen you on uh, Nightmares before, so welcome to uh, Robot Monster. Welcome, Howard. The UK. All Hello, the network. We'll see, we'll see you in the streets. Craig Garden from the UK. Uh, Barrel Bob, nice to see Brian Lee joining us, as always. Oh, things are definitely getting exciting. Uh, we're going to have some fun tonight. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the live chat, and uh, welcome, everyone, to our sixth Halloween Horror Nights 26 podcast. Can you believe it is August 6th, and we have done six of these so far? It's crazy. Yeah, things are definitely uh, coming along a lot faster this year. And very interestingly enough, we have uh, joining us for the first time in live chat another friend of the podcast network and a personal friend of the network itself. Uh, that would be Mockingjay. Oh, hey, how's it going, Mockingjay? Who was the reason why we know some things that we do, and uh, we'll get to that a little bit later tonight. Uh, welcome, Tim. Uh, welcome to Brandon. Brandon uh, 
the uh, the beanie collectors probably won't be after you this year. Yes. Maybe some other collectors in yes. the tents. I think that's a good possibility, to be totally honest. Uh, Tim, I have not played the Singapore game yet. Tyler, have you played it yet? Um, no, I haven't. I'm going to have to look into that later, actually. But why are we here? We're here for the announcement we've been waiting for since last year, and that is that Krampus finally was announced this week. It's about time. Yeah. I, I I don't... Okay, there has to be a timeline because it ma- it's a business. It makes sense there's a timeline for the reasoning why they put everything out the way they do, the order they put everything out. To me, it really makes me think that this should have came a lot earlier. Oh, definitely. I mean, unless it's uh, something that was kind of a last-minute thing, but I don't think it was, to be honest, with, with it being a universal picture and everything. Um I think that it's something they've known about for a while and something that I think should have been announced probably one of the first things. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like some of the hype has kind of died down from the movie. Um, but with that said, I think the announcement the other day went over really well. There was a lot of a lot of people on Facebook and on Twitter, you know, going crazy about it, so... Well, I mean, we're going to try to roll quickly with the questions tonight, so I'm, I'm going to try to keep up with everybody. It's really hard to do when you have a fast-paced chat like we do. But I will state right now that it seems like it was a perfect announcement to make pretty much right off the bat, and I would have announced it first, then announced The Exorcist. Texas Chainsaw wasn't really major enough to announce until a little bit later. I would have held that off like probably to about now. And you could have announced Krampus first, and then The Exorcist, and then you've had both of those knocked out. And I think the issue that I'm thinking with Krampus was the fact that the DVD release was about the time that it should have been announced before, and it could have been promoted. And if you actually watch the uh, video that was put out by Universal, both coasts, it basically has the go buy the movie on DVD and Blu-ray now. Mm-hmm. Which it could have been basically tied in as an announcement with the uh, DVD release. Uh, Denny Volturi says, how do you think Chance will do as an icon? I'm a fan of Jax, but do you think she can live up to his teachings and be big? Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I'll tell you right now, I think after last year, Chance really came into her own as a character. And if you saw the uh, everything she got out of it, if you saw the, every how everybody was really hyped about her and what she got to do in Carnage Returns. I mean, she really became a force herself last year. She wasn't a sidekick. She wasn't a girlfriend. She wasn't a keychain. She was Chance, and she was known just as much, if not more so by some people, than Jack was. Oh, yeah. She has a huge fan following. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's not just with, um, with you know, females. It's with, you know, everyone. Exactly. I mean, she's an easy character to... Uh, Get to like, too, honestly. Oh, yeah. The characters with the best personalities are the ones who usually get over the best. And all of the icons have had stellar personalities, and she's just another one of those. Mm-hmm. So Whip says it should have came after Exorcist or, or Texas. Like I said, I would have held Texas back a little bit longer. Exorcist, I can understand announcing it early because that's something they really wanted to get out there. So I think that it made sense to announce Exorcist early. I don't know exactly why they announced Texas so early, honestly. I think that should have been Krampus. Oh yeah. I would have flipped. I would have flipped the order personally if it were me. But there's probably a reason why that didn't happen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Who knows, honestly? Yeah, we'll never know the answer to that, obviously, because it's one of those things that they're not going to tell us. So, I mean, and they don't need to because it's really none of our business. We just have to speculate as updaters. Uh, so Krampus, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Brian brings up the fact of the Dark Christmas scare zone. I really thought that it would, this was going to be Dark Christmas as a house, mm-hmm. at least at least for Hollywood. I didn't know exactly if it would be for us, but I, at least for Hollywood, I thought they would just like the general progression would be to move Dark Christmas to a house instead of just uh, a scare zone for two years. Yeah, but they didn't. It's weird. Uh, Craig Garden asked if you will portray, they will portray Krampus himself as a stilt walker or a large-scale puppet, kind of like Hollywood's Alien Queen. Um, I think they could go either way, actually. That's interesting. I didn't think of um, the whole stilt walker idea, but that worked. I, I thought it worked really well in uh, Roanoke, and I think it could work in, in this as well. It really depends on if they want to you know, spend their budget on puppets or if they just go to the... Uh, Still Walker way. I think that either way would be cool. I think it easily could have been something they could have done both ways, and they could do both ways. I mean, I could see a character portraying Krampus, so they don't have to use as many puppets as people think they're going to. I mean, a lot of people are jumping to the fact this is going to be very puppet-heavy, and I don't think it's going to be that way at all. Mm-hmm. There is going to be puppets, but I don't think there's going to be as many as people think there are. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the puppets are going to be mainly for the smaller things that are harder to to portray with characters. I mean, you you've got that bear, that teddy bear. It just looks like he came out of Five Nights at Freddy's, and I think that would be a really good uh, thing to use too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely going to be one of the ones they use some sort of a puppet or an animatronic for. Exactly. I completely understand that. So, uh, once again, uh, Lonald asks what you think will be the, the last IP. Uh, it's official that the last IP will probably end up being the Uber house. The, uh, the big house is going to have, like, the biggest set of everything, the biggest set of rooms for the entire event. We just don't know what it's going to be at this point. Mm-hmm. The jack-in-the-box has to be in there. I agree, Tim. That's one thing that I think that is a certainty. So many people want to see that. I mean, you walk into a room, especially in a building like Shrek, and then you just see that, you see it like Meek, and the next thing you know, you see this giant jack-in-the-box puppet, like, going to attack you. I think it's going to be brilliant. Oh, yeah. It's going to be really cool, for sure. Uh, Usherette asked about uh, what is the most excited creature you want to see in the house itself. Hmm. I think uh, my I really want to see the elves. Okay. I want to see the elves because don't get me wrong, I liked all the um, Krampus's little pals in the movie, but I think mm-hmm. the elves will be the uh, scare actors that I'll be looking most forward to. I mean, besides the fact that I really want to look to see the chimney set, and then all of a sudden see the big hook come down. Oh, okay. yeah. That's going to be awesome to see. I want to see the gingerbread men, honestly. I um, want to see how they pull that off. I'm with you on that one. I want to see what they do, whether they have... I don't know what they're going to do with those, because they're such small characters. Are they going to have actors, or is it going to be, like you said, like for the smaller things, puppet-based? Right. But I think that'll be really cool. Oh, man, have the gingerbread men with the nail gun. 
that's and already that's already in yeah, that's already been that. announced. So yeah, it's already yeah. in the blog. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like Dracula Untold. It's gonna be like the air bursts are gonna be shooting at you with uh, really cool. characters. It's gonna be awesome. I definitely think that in that room um, from the movie, how in that part when they're in the kitchen, you hear all the gingerbread laughing and and you know having a, a good time while they they come after the the family. I think we're gonna hear that for sure. And I think and also, really well, also, I don't know, but we'll probably smell gingerbread. Oh yeah. We'll probably smell. We'll, they'll probably have the scent of gingerbread throughout that one scene. It's gonna remind me a whole lot of the opening of Monsters and Mayhem, like the way that smell that that smell that gets you right away that you know it's the like a home scent. Yeah. yeah, the pumpkin scent exactly. And I wonder uh, exactly what the uh, wall situation are with the theaters and the Shrek building because can they use like muted Christmas carols in the actual building itself? They should be able to. I mean, I want to walk in that little that unassuming door in the back, and then all of a sudden I want to hear Christmas carols playing, and then I want to see a facade lit up just like what they have in Hollywood, but to a lesser scale, obviously, given the fact of the size of the Shrek building. I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be really good amazing. It's, I'm very much looking forward to this. And Whit Williams does bring up a point. How will the theater work for... Uh, hopefully, intense and detailed set since the only thing we've seen in there so far is 3D. Oh, uh, yeah. Alice was a really good maze last year. I think even though the space, it was still one of my favorites visually of last year. It's just it's going to be completely different being not 3D and then being more detail-oriented than just splattering 3D everywhere. I think it'll still fit really well. I really have faith in this as a venue from now on. Whether it's 3D or whether it's not... I think that it's going to work greatly and we're going to see not only when you walk in that building and Mockingjay brings it up and I was about ready to too you're going to hear the Christmas carols you're going to see the snow falling just like in Body Collectors last year and then you're going to see the the house all decorated I think this is going to be an awesome looking facade to be honest yeah yeah that yeah Mockingjay we, great minds think alike that's exactly what I think will happen and I think that makes the most sense too because the thing about Hollywood, their disadvantage is theirs is outdoors, and ours isn't. So even though a lot of people wanted it to be somewhere else, it's kind of makes sense if you really think about it to set the tone and to set the mood and to stay away from the elements, that this can be in a controlled environment that you can make absolutely frigid cold and you can have the snow falling, and that's something you can't do outside. Mm-hmm. And given the fact that, I mean, the gimmick is it's literally taking place, like, during when it's snowing, because you have the icicles that are on the top of the the house and everything, I really think that it's going to make sense. And I really hope that they do the fog coming out of the chimney like it's smoke. I think that's going to be awesome looking. And also, too, I think when we're walking up to the house, I think we'll see a big... Uh, Krampus outcut cut out on the roof. I, I think we see Krampus numerous times in the house, but I think every time it's a tease, I think there's sometimes you'll see Krampus's shadow. I think you'll see bits and pieces of Krampus. And then in the finale, you'll get to see Krampus, like the giant 
animatronic or the giant puppet, then that's going to be the finale of the house. You have to literally escape the Krampus. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. I was just going to ask, do you guys think it'll be a, a maze more focused on the smaller characters of the film, or do you think it'll be, you know, a Krampus around every corner? But I agree with you. I think it should be like, you know, oh, you like sense it, you sense it, and in the very end, bam, it's just there, and it's huge, and it's terrifying. Like, you've, you've known it was coming, but you've been looking behind you, looking around you. I think that'll make it, like, a lot cooler to finally see him rather than him being in, like, every single room. Right, and Krampus will have an ominous presence that is basically going to be, like, looking over your shoulder and, like, watching you the entire time. Literally, he sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Obviously, yeah. it makes sense. And he's a demon, so he can do devious things to you. I, I really think this is going to work really well. And actually, the location, it's questionable, to say the least. But, I mean, that's only because they're putting a lot of heavy hitters in the front of the park. And I think that's going to create a logjam, a really bad one this year. And this is obviously the year the network's not getting expressed, so it's going to be really interesting to see how that works out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, Will. Um, I think you were going to say the same thing I was going to say. I really want to see the hell pit and uh, the yeah. workshop in the house. Oh, the workshop's pretty much confirmed, and the kitchen's been confirmed, and the living room's been confirmed. I think this is going to be an awesome maze. I really do. I This is something I've been looking forward to. I mean, the, how, the movie, say what you want about it. I know Travis isn't a big fan, but I think it's going to make an awesome house. I really do. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be great. Very much looking forward to see what how they pull this off. Yeah, I can see that. Usherette says the finale should be the hell fit. That'd be cool. That'd be interesting <laughs> to see how they do it. And, and Brian, when you go through with us, I want to hear you yell that to this character. I think that'd be glorious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Volturi does bring up a point. Detail is nice because art designers can get really involved in it shows. Uh, doesn't want to see 3D. Uh, Krampus wouldn't would have worked, I guess, in 3D. I would say it may be like a, a mid-level haunt or like a home haunt, but I don't think at a theme park haunt or something to the grand scale of Halloween Horror Nights, I don't think it would be 3D. I think this is going to be... It makes more sense for it not to be in 3D. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we'll have a chance, at least until people uh, make it go away. I think we'll be playing in snow when we're uh, walking in, in the queue, to be honest. Like, walking up to the actual house itself, I think there's going to be snow around us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be... Ju- it's going to literally be like Body Collectors last year when you're walking up to Shady Brook. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember too last year in Body Collectors, uh what like when you walked up when you first entered that sound stage, was it like really cold? Because I'm trying to remember if it was like really cold. It wasn't super cold, but it definitely had a, a temperature difference from outside to stepping inside. Okay. And more I, so than normal too. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was windy as well, so that kind of added to it. Mm-hmm. It it was just you were walking around the black curtains, you're walking around the black curtains, you're hearing the, the Inception score, and you're hearing, like, thunder crack and everything. It's like, what's going on? What's going on? And then when you saw the actual facade of Shady Brook for the first time, it was going to be, it was like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Yep. I, I would like to go through, uh, walk past, like, the snow globes. I think that would be really cool and a good place to put maybe some Easter eggs to people that were paying attention, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
yes, Brian, the cold air did feel great in the Florida humidity. I totally agree with that. Especially how gung-ho we are as a group when it comes to getting stuff done. Oh, yeah. And technically, like like we said last year with Asylum, Shrek, in all essence, is basically another soundstage anyway. Mm-hmm. So they can control the temperature just as much as they could in a traditional soundstage. Mm-hmm. It's already pretty uh, air-conditioned because... Yeah, Shrek's uh, always been cold. Yeah, it kind of it kind of has to be because, you know, they're having so many people in there at a time. You know, during normal park hours, it kind of has to have air conditioning, whereas sound stages aren't really... Uh, I mean, obviously, they're air conditioned, but, you know, right. it's not as big of a concern because they're not running a ride through there. And it also, given that location, it makes it more feasible for it to be on the unmasking the horror tour this year, too. Yeah, I think well, I think that's a possibility, especially yeah. with that location being on it last year. I mean, it wasn't on there every time, but it was on there. So, I mean, I know they flipped them out every once in a while. There were, like, three that they jumped at well, too, because the Purge was only literally on there the final week, and that was it. But, I mean, they jumped around those two all the time, whether you went through Run or whether you went through Asylum in Wonderland. Most people didn't get to go through both. Mm-hmm. Opening week you did, and then they switched the order, and that wasn't the case. Yeah, it was interesting, because the one that I went on, um, I believe I went opening week. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe it was the second week that I went. I'm not exactly sure, but I didn't get to do Run. Instead of Run, we got to do Insidious, so that was interesting. Yeah, I didn't get to do Insidious, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of my friends did. So. And then I know some people got to do Purge, which was interesting. Yeah, I really wanted. I would have done pretty much anything to see that house with lights on, and everyone here knows that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> that's my line. Are we talking about Walking Dead again? Because <laughs> that's the only time I bring him up. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I'm i getting like I'm getting flack from the other members of the Elite because I, uh, when it comes down to it, people thought it was 10. So I'm everybody's kind of like rushing back. That's the reason why everybody's not here right now because everybody was used to it being 10, and then we decided to change it to 9. It was just... I mean, there's a lot of things going on right now, so it's probably best I don't just change up the time. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what do we got here? Uh, so, yeah, we see the stop motion scene. The what scene? The stop motion from halfway through when we find out the origin. Oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think we'll see that. Uh, do you think we will get a narration from Omi as we're walking into the actual house itself? Yes. Uh, that'd be cool, yeah. I wanted that in Hollywood. That was the original thought I had when everybody thought the Doris Day was Krampus. But I think when they talked about a revolving set piece, I thought that was what it was going to be. But, yeah, it wasn't the case. <laughs> Brian asked if because it's in Shrek, is there going to be a Genji reference? <laughs> Oh yeah, that that that'd be cool. That'd be cool if they put him in there. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think that makes sense for him to be like w- like pinned to the refrigerator with a knife. <laughs> that'd oh, be funny. No. Yeah. The one where he's be... got the sad face. Exactly. It'd be great. It'd be cool if they had that audio just like playing super low in the background, not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> yeah. Not the gumdrop buttons. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so Craig said brought up a good point. Uh, he said the stop motion scene uh, could be part of the Q line video. Hmm. I, I didn't mean, think of that. It's a good idea, Craig. It really is. Uh, the only issue that, like last year, with the actual attraction cue that they used when they actually had the monitors where you could play stuff, they were playing like Horror Nights Pass and they were playing the Jack video over and over again. So, I mean, I definitely can see why they would do that, to be honest. And also, too, I think uh, as we're walking up, um, I think we'll see the snowmen outside. I'm like, sure we will. Because, of course, everyone's seen the movie how the kid, Max, or whatever his name is, looks mm-hmm. out the window and the snowmen keep moving closer and closer to the house. That's well, something to, to do with strobes. Right. That would work really well. Uh, what William says, there's no way in hell that one of the Christmas presents doesn't have Jack's face on it. <laughs> I mean... We could see some Jack Easter eggs this year, potentially, but I mean... I don't think they'd be in that house, though. They wouldn't be in that house, I don't think. There's uh, some other options. Yeah, I mean, we did the Crows thing a few years back, so I thought that that may be something that we get something in every single house this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know exactly off the top of my head what it would be. I don't know, perhaps maybe some Nightingales. Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Usher Wright says it could be like Lady Luck's cards in 21. All I ask is, just like with The Purge last year, can the the very nice person that was putting all the uh, coins in uh, the the houses and the sprung tents, can you please kind of leave those out where I can get one this year? Because I feel like everyone got one except for me. I never even saw one, to be honest. Yeah, I knew they were in Purge. I know a lot of people found them in Purge, but I think they found them before I could get to them. Mm-hmm. See, there was one Easter egg I never got last year. Like, I don't think it was there when I walked through, but then, like, I think the week or two weeks after I left, it was <clears> in Body Collectors, the um, the idol from Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that was in there. I guess that was, like, a little ha-ha for Michael Roddy, who went to Disney. I'm not sure why it was there, but... I was wondering if either you, Tyler, or Owen knew, or if you knew. I don't know the exact reason why it was in there, but I do know that it was in there for a joke. Yeah, they they talked about it, like David was talking about it when we did Unmasking, and he kind of made a joke about it. But, I mean, it probably it was in there just for a rib, that's what it was. And you're probably right, Will, it was probably just to, to rib work Roddy. Yeah. That makes sense to me. So yes, um, like we said before, this is this is how this works, actually, everyone, <laughs> especially uh, new viewers, new listeners to the network. Uh, so what we're going to do now is we're not waiting on everybody to get in before we get started here. <coughs> We've already gotten started, and uh, we will be joined by more members of the, of the Elite as we uh, progress. So... I want to hear your first impression of Krampus, Will, from, like, the time you... I know you watched the film now. Yes, I watched it the day of it was announced. Of course everyone did it. Right. And, like, your thoughts watching the film, and then your thoughts about how it could make a decent house, and your thoughts on it finally getting announced in August, nearly the very end of the announcement season. 
Yeah. Uh, my first thoughts when I saw the film, uh, I sat there and as soon as the credits, I sat there, turned off the lights in my bedroom, and I just sat there. And when the credit rolls came to the end of the movie, I'm like, Horror Nights House. This has got to be a Horror Nights House. And when the rumors started coming out about for 26, about all the houses, what could come, what couldn't, what, what, what could and what couldn't come, Krampus was on that list. And I'm like, I'm crossing my fingers, hoping it, hoping, hoping and praying it would come. And when it got an, and I love the film. It was a great film. The scares, I knew the scares, um, like, yeah, there were some jump scenes in there, like the teddy bear made me jump, to be honest with you, because I wasn't expecting it. Right. Um, I'm like, yep, all these scares and jump scares, if you want to call them that, are, will definitely be in the house when it, when if it is announced. My reaction when it got announced I was in the back seat of my mom's truck, and I, uh, you know how um, when you like start like moving, shaking, like uh, your car starts like shaking along with your movement. Right. I was shaking a lot. That the car started like going left and right, and my my mom was like, "That's definitely one of the houses we're gonna hit first. I'm like, "Damn straight, it is." And, uh, yeah, I, and how it could work as a house, I'm going to give this house a chance, no pun intended. Right. Uh, Because, oh, and you've said chance a bunch of times. Uh, I'm, I'm trying not to, and like I said, I think, I think Jack's little witchcraft he used on me last year to make me scratch myself really weirdly on camera and look like a fool, I think that's gone now, so I can say it as much as I want. Yeah, <laughs> I I, th- I think getting Jack to be most excellent made that go away, <laughs> to say um, the least. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, like everyone, I'm sure everyone here on the panel in chat will give Krampus a chance, and um, I'm see Ev last year Asylum line was like I want to say. The most of the times when I went to asylum, the line was like either five or ten minutes. And for like Owen, like what were the lines like when you were there after before on opening weekend and closing week? What were the lines like during duration of the event last well, year? Well, I think Tyler and I had the same issue because we went to try to do it twice on preview night, and both times there were like thirty-five minutes or something. One Between- of them. Between 30 and an hour and a half lines. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, for all the times I went to Asylum, the line was like either maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes, and I got in and got out just like that. But for the line for Krampus, that's going to be huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that that's what's got me worried, honestly, when it comes to location. Uh, real quick, I'll, I'll address these. Uh, Mel, we're not playing a drinking game tonight. You you can if you'd like, but you'll probably uh, be passed out within 15 minutes by the time <laughs> the way we're talking. Uh, welcome, Jeremy Mills. 
And uh, Usherette says she was in a Chinese restaurant when it got announced and had the same reaction that you had. All right, nice, nice. When Walking Dead was announced, it had an opposite reaction. Uh, Darren says the reason Asylum was 10 to 15 minutes was it was a hard house to find. Yeah, I could see that. If you weren't over in that area, you would probably not know it was there. Mm -hmm. Mel, I think we're all worried about the layout this year. There's way too many heavy hitters in the front of the park, and I think the back of the park is going to suffer because of that. It's it's really a shame. I mean, there's got to be a reason they did it the way they did, but I mean, I understand having all your heavy hitters up front, but once you get pat, first off, it's going to take probably between two to three hours to get out of the front of the park. On a on a peak night, you're going to be spending almost the whole night in the front of the park, and you'll never get to the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell week, you're never going to see the back of the park. You will be in the front of the line the whole time, and that's it. Exactly, that's right. It's going to be a log jam. What's up? Welcome, Travis. How's it going? Just talking about Krampus and having fun with the live chat. Oh, who's in live chat? Everybody's in live chat. We got a lively chat tonight. Owen, when you, Owen, when you said everyone had an opposite uh, reaction to Walking Dead, this was mine. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that. I do think Texas will, and Texas and Halloween will, have, will be a nice one-two punch for like the slasher fans in the back of the park. I don't think that. Okay. I don't think that the original houses in the back are going to be overlooked, but I think that they're not going to be as well attended as they could be if they weren't in the back of the park. Mm-hmm. And um, Brandon asked who all is going on opening night. I won't. I'll be there third week, so Brandon, keep on the lookout. Uh, Tyler and I will definitely be there on opening night. I'm pretty yep. sure Cam and Ian will be there on opening night. Working on you may be there on opening night. Well, we will. We shall see. Uh, there's going to be a lot of really cool things that are going to be happening with the network uh, throughout the duration of the event. Um, uh, Lana, we will talk about uh, the house that was let out because of the uh, UOAP mailer in a little bit. Uh, Mockingjay will be there. Mel will be there. Brandon will be there. Uh, Whit Williams says, I think Requel will get twice the traffic of cobweb and chance because of that. Um, I think due to its location, if it stays where people think it's going to, I think it's probably going to get a lot of business just because it's there. Mm-hmm. Even people that don't know anything about it, they're still going to go, it's because, well, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. Well, this is here too. I might as well do this before I head off to Bill and Ted or a second show or hit off the scare zones or go to the back of the park. Yeah. Um... I know, like, questions come later, but I just wanted to ask this real quick. So, every year, I mean, I'm not going to say every year at Horror Nights, but some years, there is one house that people will not be excited for. Either, um, like, I, I can't think of any houses, uh, but if there was one house this year, with even with the rumor list, that people are going to say, oh, I'm probably going to do that last or I'm going to do this house last. What house do you think that will be this year? Um, you know, I'm not really sure. At this point, I don't know what direction they're going to go. I really don't. I, I think something probably in the back of the park, just because everything is, uh, not everything, but 
the majority of of the big hitting IPs are going to be in the front. Right. So, or I think something probably in the back. I mean, even Walking Dead this year, given the fact that it's in the front of the park, I think if everybody's hitting everything in the front of the park, they're hitting Exorcist, they're hitting the Requel, they're hitting the Mega House, I mean, they're going to see that Walking Dead's there, they're going to be like, well, we might as well. Mm-hmm. So I still think it's going to do business because it's in the front of the park, and that's where everybody's going to be this year. Oh, it's so, going to be a madhouse in the front of the park for sure. I, I mean, I don't think, honestly, what you bring up uh, the back of the park and everything, you say Texas will do well for itself. Like I said, I think Texas and Halloween will do fine. The issue is I don't think we're going to get insidious-style lines for either one of those houses this year. Oh, definitely not. Oh, please do not bring up the insidious line, please. <laughs> that that was crazy. Never waited more than 15 minutes for that house. Thankfully, no, never did I. <laughs> um, yeah, Ryan is having some technical glitches right now. I'm here. That's all that matters. <laughs> so, yeah, we will move on. Yeah, Ronald says he thinks the Mega House would be the first one that people go to each night. Um, it's a it's a very good possibility. So, yeah, it's a good possibility because um, I think they'd probably try to put it, you know, if not the first house when you first come in in Plaza, mm. then it would be somewhere up in the front, and it's going to be a heavy hitting IP, that's for sure. Yeah. So, I think that that's going to be probably one of the fan favorites, and that's why they. Decided to go the uh, mega house route with it. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense too. I mean, if you have a mega house which is going to have more rooms than anything else this year, and be based on something that is going to make people happy, and then you have The Walking Dead, which I mean, this could by all rights be its real swan song to the event. Finally. You have an original, which I mean, originals are always stellar, regardless. I mean. It's something I want to see, something fresh. And then The Exorcist, all in the front of the park, and you have Krampus is a hop, skip, and a jump, and away. I really think that this is going to be a year where once you get past the front of the park, it's going to be like, I can't say a dead zone, but it's it's not going to be that bad. Yeah. We'll see. The Uber house, whatever it may be. Right. Because... Oh, and you know why. I'm not going to say what it is, but... We don't know what it is until Universal announces it. Yeah, but whatever it is, the Uber house will be here in Orlando. But will it be... Hollywood had Walking Dead last year, which was their longest house. Right. So if we get this IP as the Uber house, will this same property be the Uber house on the west? In the I, don't, West. I don't necessarily think it's going to be promoted as a new, as a mega house because last year Walking Dead kind of was, but not quite. It didn't look like an Uber house to me from the video I saw. I mean, I think that there's going to be differences, subtle differences on both coasts, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's anyone's guess how long their houses are going to be. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah, let's get to that real quick. So, last podcast we did, we talked about the annual pass holder event nights. And 
before we go into the annual pass order event nights and the reason why we know the name of, of a house that we didn't know previously, I do want to mention how this is going to work. Like, we had the conversation offline about this, and I want to have this conversation with everyone right now when we're live. Uh, so let's say you do the annual pass order event nights, first two Fridays and Saturdays of the event. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You get to do the parade building and the two sprung tents, and then the first showing of Bill and Ted. So right after you get out of Bill and Ted, you're going to want to head towards the front of the park. By the time you get done with the back corner and Bill and Ted, you're going to have two-hour waits in the front of the park. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that's how it's going to work this year. I mean, we're not doing Express this year, so... I know I know a lot of people aren't doing Express this year, but I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wait. It really will be, especially for the the event nights for pass holders. <clears throat> I don't necessarily know if it's going to be as worth it as it usually is. Yeah, it might actually. Um, I mean, we really won't know until right. until opening weekend until we try it out, but. Uh, it might actually be more beneficial to stay and scream in the front of the park versus in the back of the park, um, or you know we really don't know. But uh, you know it, it seems like maybe the front of the park might be the way to go. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I spent a lot of time in Springfield last year, and everybody else goes to Fins. Well, I think this year I may stick with Fins most mm-hmm. of the time. <clears throat> I don't know if they're going to use Lucy this year. I guess Lucy's best advantage for me will probably be if we do anything involving Legendary Truth this year. Because mm-hmm. that was the only reason Lucy, Lucy made sense last year is because it gave us to do a beeline straight to Legendary. Yeah, it gave us the, the first house um, in Plaza, and then it uh, gave us you know pretty much a quick quick route to the Legendary Truth line. Exactly. That was the only advantage it really had, but usually everybody goes to Fins because most likely if everything lines up, Fins will probably let people into Walking Dead and whatever ends up being the original in the same soundstage. Mm-hmm. And then if you do Springfield, it's going to send you towards Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Springfield is heading towards Halloween, uh, Texas, and should should we should we talk about that now? The the other the third, the other uh, house, which is going to be God knows where the actual queue is going to be. We've talked about it numerous times, but <clears throat> that will be the. I think it would make sense, honestly, if they made it so you get access to two houses right off the bat for every single location. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah, well, uh, on the on the uh, newsletter, uh, it says Halloween, just like last you know last year and years before. Right. Uh, two of the houses in the annual passholder uh, area will open at 5:30, right. and then another will open at uh, 5:45. Correct. Uh, so Texas is opening at 5:45, and then Halloween and Tomb of the Ancients is opening up at 5:30. Yeah, same thing that happened last year and the years previous. Mm-hmm. Like, when did they start the AP event nights? Because I know 2012 was the first one I did. Did they have one in for 21? Um, I'm not sure. 
I'm yeah. I'm really not sure. I I only started doing them around 2012. Okay. So um I, I never did them before then if they had them or if they didn't. Anyone uh, in chat can confirm this statement. Uh please let us know. <clears throat> I like I mean I like being in Springfield. I really do. But mm-hmm. because one of the things I'm really going to want to go towards is I'm going to want to go towards the the original house. Yeah. Both of them in the back of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Voltori has never been to Horror Nights before. Has only seen blogs. Uh, wants to thank us all for the Alive uh, podcast. We, we appreciate your joining us tonight, honestly. Like, like take Travis, for example. Um, Travis will be going for his first year next year. So uh, this is basically getting him all hyped and ready for how the event's going to go. And then he's going to be prepared when he steps into the gates next year. That'll I swear be, to God, if Uber's what it is, do. I'm going to be mad. What did you say, Travis? If Uber's what it is, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> and see, it just like Lonald said in chat, I think our mega house will be an average house for Hollywood. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the houses are going to be the same at all. I think there's going to be di- a lot of uh, differences. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense that that's going to be the case. Ryan, have you fixed your uh, technical glitches? I think so. Brilliant. What's up, Ryan? How's it going? It's going great. How about yourself? It's going. So, so Whit Williams asked if Diagon will be open again this year. Uh, it did nothing for the event and nothing for uh, crowds or anything, but I think probably so. Yeah, I know you and Tyler said, Owen, oh, that... Uh, Celestina Warbeg was dress rehearsal, but I felt so bad because they were performing for nobody from the videos I saw. I'm like, man, I feel bad for them. Yeah. It, it was, was, there was almost nobody in there every night. I mean, some nights there was a good amount of people, but... I bet the lines for Escape from Green God was freaking dead. Oh, yeah, it was pretty much a walk-on. I mean, it was a way to get Butterbeer and then go back and watch Bill and Ted. I mean, that that was an advantage you had. Mm-hmm. Oh, Will wants to know if it's going to be a uh, a holding area oh, this year. Oh, that's what he meant. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it definitely will be. It was because... last year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was I, last year. It was, but it didn't give you any access to anything different. I really think if they wanted to roll this, I think Diagon would be a good location for the third out, the third tent. Well, yeah, we'll see what last year was. Um, <laughs> it gave you access to Insidious. Right. So, yeah, because... Uh, this year... They could they could make it more even and say, you know, hey, you get access to whatever's in Men in Black, and then right. also the 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 tent closest to the other side of Men in Black, which would be Texas. So you get both Texas and Men in Black. Yeah. And then Spring and then Springfield gets um. Springfield gets Halloween. And Cobweb. Yep. And then Finnegan's gets the top two uh scared or the. Top two uh, on words. Um, no, I, I think I think uh, Finnegan's will get Walking Dead and the uh, original in there. That's, that's what I meant. The the top two uh, sound stages. And then if they really wanted to do it, Lucy could get The Exorcist and the Mega House. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be great. Because I remember in 2014. Oh, not really. Uh, I remember in 2014, uh, Diagon was for Halloween. Mm. Yep, I remember that. 
Yeah. Uh, and, then no, and then you just make a mad dash to camp, uh, Krampus, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a house a lot of people are going to want to go to, like, quickly, especially to find out what's going on with that. And Melody, it does make sense that you could do it that way, because if he doesn't go to the park, very like, ever, other than Horror Nights, it's a good way to be able to get rides in where you're not really having to wait that long. <laughs> yeah. Like, we ride Men in Black and the Mummy a lot during the event, because there's it's just there. And, and getting to experience I Brian's right, getting to experience Saigon with minimal crowds is an amazing thing. Yeah, I put a scare zone in Nocturne Alley. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that'll happen. It would be that'll... great, but there's no way it would be happen. great. Um, know, wait, Jake. um, <clears throat> oh, and um, uh, what did I miss? So, uh, I will introduce our special guest tonight for the podcast, and that is someone who joined us last time, and that represents HHN Maniacs. Welcome, Justin. Thank you. Um, we are talking about uh, Krampus and the uh, Orlando right now, right? Yeah, we are talking about Krampus right now. Uh, we're also taking a lot of really great questions from our very lively chat room tonight. All right. <sighs> Yeah, uh, Whit Williams says the the only time he could ever justify writing Despicable Me was during 24. <laughs> Wait, Orlando actually has Despicable Me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't actually know that. I thought Hollywood only had it. No. no. Man, I'm pretty. Sure. <laughs> Orlando is Orlando's yeah. had it since 2012, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then before that, it was Jimmy Neutron, and before that, it was Fantastic One of Hanna Barbera. Correct. I know, I know the stupidest uh, history about Universal whenever it comes to that area of the park. And and I rode both of those when they were open. So I've I've been on all three. Uh, yeah, J.K. would never allow, but a Death Eater scare zone would be cool if they could pull it off. Oh, um, something I wanted to talk about. Do you think some of Hollywood's uh, scare zones are going to be shared with Orlando? No. no. Do you think it's all... Oh, so it's all just going to be original this year, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, well, we don't really know. We don't, we don't know what's going on with the scare zones. The only thing we've really it, been told in terms of scare zones... It's actually just... It's kind of ironic because last year we kind of knew everything that came. You know, there were a few... It, you know, things, but we kind of knew everything that came, and I think it's better that this year that we don't really know everything that's coming, and so it keeps it us in more suspense, and it keeps us talking. Indeed. Uh, welcome, Emperor Sephiroth. And, yeah, what William says, uh, replace Jimmy Neutron, thank God. Didn't you poor souls have to lose Terminator to get it? That is true. Hollywood did lose Terminator to get but- Minion Mayhem. But Jimmy Neutron was great. I mean, it was the last great Nickelodeon attraction, really. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon's got your back, Travis. He says Jimmy Neutron was amazing. Yeah, boy. Rest in peace, Hanna Barbera. Says Mel. Yes. Indeed. Okay. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Nickelodeon Studios. I completely agree with that. Wait, what happened? Well. Nickelodeon Studios, the place that was Nickelodeon Studios, is now the Sharp Aquos Theater for the Blue Man Group. Ooh, that's not so good. <clears throat> right. Yeah. 
Oh, 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 please go ahead. So uh, we have some interesting things to talk about here. We're going to move on to uh, Travis. Yes. Oh, real quick. Uh, Voltori asked, uh, is there going to be crazy chainsaw characters? That's a yes. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, probably. I'd say, you know, every single year, Orlando and Hollywood, both, most coasts, get, like, a very much a chaotic maze, let's just say. You know, last year, run, you know. Um, and every single year, we kind of get this very chaotic maze at the event, and I honestly think that's the case. That's going to be the case with this year, and I think it's going to be Texas, because I think Texas is going to be a very intense and chaotic maze, and it's going to have a lot of chainsaws, hence the title. Welcome, you, uh, Hollow Knight, to chat. Would, would you uh, <laughs> excuse me for a moment? Sure. Mocking Jason chat. Yes, I know. It, it's great. We have a lot of people that have not been in chat before. It's very nice having everybody join us. Uh, Katie Horror says you can't have Horror Nights without chainsaws. This is very true. That is 1,000% true. And Hollow Knight says, uh, hello, yes, I'm here, the cobwebs obsessive. <laughs> it's nice to have everybody joining our chat tonight. Hopefully everyone is... Uh, enjoying what they're hearing so far. We've got a lot of really cool things. Yeah, a lot of people from Tumblr in tonight. Yeah, I agree, Mel. So, uh, Whit Williams asks, will we get the unofficial unmarked scare zones again this year? Um, oh, my God. Well, we do know we're getting a roaming. I right. Think. Correct. So, um, I, I think probably one or two of those, and I think that's going to be... I, I guess the unmarked zones, is, if if you will. I think I think we get chainsaw clowns again, and then we get the chainsaw drill team. Welcome, uh, Hatbox Ghost. Welcome, HHN Assassin. Mm-hmm. Brandon, you're right. Fog smells plus B and T plus chainsaws equals HHN. Hell yeah, Jack. You you forgot plus podcast network. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. That was last year. Hell yeah, Chance. There you go. Uh, Whit Williams was uh, responding to zones without sets. Zones without sets. Um, Probably hmm. not. Well, if we get a, if we get a zone in Plaza, then mm-hmm. there's a good chance there won't be too much with that. But I think everything else will have... Uh, set pieces. I think Hollywood's going to be somewhat similar to what it's been the past few years with the movable set pieces. I can see that. Um, because of the parade and everything that, that goes on during the day in Hollywood. But um, I could see, you know, definitely s- stuff in New York is going to have set pieces. Um, if we get something in San Francisco, then that's going to have set pieces for sure. Mm-hmm. Because really, there's the only thing that goes on there is uh, one of the, the shows, but they could move that quite easily, um, which they have before with the, the other uh, street shows, so I don't see that being a problem, so something in San Francisco would definitely have sets, um, and then whatever goes in Central Park, definitely that'll have some, some sort of sets, so yeah, I think I think it's going to have a lot of sets, there might be one or two things that don't have uh, too many set pieces, but for the most part, I think we're going to get the same kind of thing we've been getting for the past few years. At Box Ghost mentions the purge. Um, I think 
before everything happened with Pulse, I think the Purge could have been an option, but I don't think it is now. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's more respectful to not include the Purge this year. Yeah. But another year, would the Purge come back? I think it's probably going to happen. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with the uh, shows at this point. Uh, there, we know for a fact there is another show. We just don't know where that, what that show will be. <laughs> will, you have a really interesting line. I want to mention that. So Will asks in chat, which line will be longer, the beer line or Exorcist? Beer line. Beer line. <laughs> and Owen, oh, you know exactly who I think is going to be heading that beer line. Hashtag, where's the beer line? <laughs> It's right um, next to The Exorcist. It's called Liquid Courage. The beer line will have a three-hour wait. They're going to have... Uh, they're going to create a new ticket, which includes uh, Express Pass for the beer line. Oh, my God. <laughs> that'd, that'd be interesting. I'm I, I, I'm waiting for it. I really think it's going to get to the point, eventually, they're going to have Beer Line Express. I, I, I think... Not so much Express, but I think... Uh, and I don't know why they haven't done this. Is sell something... Kind of like how they have the dining package or scary yeah. dining, but have something separate just for alcohol or just like, for drinks. Like food and wine. Yeah. I think they could do like a food and wine pet. So, got everybody's getting on this. So Brian um, says we need roaming beer serving characters. Um, <laughs> Mocking Jay says rolling kegs. So it'll be like a thousand dollars. Mel, you realize how many people would pay a thousand dollars to get beer whenever they about, want? How it. about we just? How about we just do this? We put. We make these new things called beer style, and they're freestyle beer machines. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Just put them right outside the scariest houses for the year, and they they move depending on how the crowds are for the night. They'll get somebody that's actually pulsing the crowd to determine which one's the scariest, and the next night that'll get the beer line. <laughs> no. Beer Express. Hey, when, <laughs> when people are waiting outside of Bill and Ted, there can be a beer line. And, and and Brian, they pro- maybe they'll get Jason to uh, serve them water at the freestyle machines or serve them beer. <laughs> just imagine a, a rolling cart, like the Rat Lady, but just with kegs. <laughs> just just imagine that that got me thinking. Who, who Bud said Light. that? Mockingjay that said rolling kegs. Yeah, that's yes. what. Bud Light, Bloody I, Marys, see. Jack's Jack Special. See, see, what we could do is we could put a, um, okay, we could put the, there you go, that's a good idea. We'll put the HHN bear in charge of the rolling beer line. Oh, gosh. That's, do you no. see what I created? Do HHN see? Food and Wine Festival. <laughs> that's okay. great. Katie, to be totally honest, I really think it's about even when it comes to drunkenness versus Epcot and Horror Nights. <laughs> Uh, Jason is so considered making sure everyone stays hydrated. <laughs> yeah, bears do need employment too, Mockingjay. We all agree with that. Oh, man. Do you see what I created in chat? <laughs> I'm checking the chat. Card. <laughs> you, you guys out there are really awesome tonight. Keep it up. We're having fun. You know what's interesting oh. is... Um, how we had jacked up carnage last year for the special drink. What will we get? Will we get something for chance this year, or <laughs> you don't want to ask me? I I think it'll be actually it's gonna look more like a potion. Mm. 
And I think that there may be two chance beverages this year. Wait, is it, just, is it just me or am I hearing static? You're definitely hearing static. I'm um, hearing a little static from you, Owen, no offense. I don't know how it would be me, but... <laughs> I, I'm just... Hey, that's just me. Hashtag HHN beer screams. Oh my! Yeah, no, the Usher at the bear jokes are never going away. Everybody knows we won our HHN bear this year. <laughs> Put him in Chance's scare zone. Oh, you know what? On. The bear just needs his own like house and scare zone. You know what? I bet you oh, HHN twenty seven. He's gonna be the icon of that year. Uh, I have my idea who the icon could be for next year, and I think uh, we're going to be uh, doing a little black magic, to be honest. So. So, what do we see? Take a Chance is a good name for a drink. I agree with that, Mel. I thought that was going to be the name of the house. We don't know we don't what the name of the house is. Name for the house. Yeah. We don't well, even know actually, exactly where I it is right now. the name of the house. What? Well, actually, there's a supposed thing that I saw earlier from today. Thanks, Alex. But he tweeted out, you know, like, you know the promotional thing that Orlando and Hollywood does and all the other parks promoting their mazes. And it said on the thing saying Halloween, of course. Uh, what is it? Um, Texas Chainsaw, and I think it might have accidentally leaked the name of um, what is it? Orlando's Cobweb Maze. You are correct. We will be talking about that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, definitely interesting. Uh, so yeah, Usherette says uh, she would go through a bear house three thousand times. <laughs> I mean, honestly, let's just do Night Maze with a bear in there. I think that would work. Oh, my God. I'm going to be so disappointed if we don't see it next year. That bear just had just basically took off, and everybody, it's like it had a mind of its own. I'm still here. HHN Bear House should have a disco room for dancing. It's not Disco Yeti. It's HHN Bear, Brian. We'll see what, what you don't know. Is the the second show is actually going to be a bear rave show? Oh God! HHN bear rave show. I like it. Uh, Usher I said, I secretly hope they use Abba's "Take a Chance" a la a a la the Icon Zone last year, where they show blow it down with tons of reverb and make it scary. Yes, bear should be in Bill and Ted with yes, yes. I, I actually thought bear was going to be in the DeLorean during the final show last year, and I told people, and they're like, "That's a good idea." But then I thought about it, and I was like, "You try to fit Bill, Ted, and the Doc Brown and the guy in the bear suit, that wouldn't work." Oh man, what'd be bad is if it's in this year's Bill and Ted show, whoever the villain is, have like a severed bear head, and Bill be like, Bill and Ted be like. Dude, you killed the bear. No, 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 I didn't kill him. I oh. just I just have him with me. Oh, God. Bear and Ted. Um, We've had these jokes so many times last year, Brian. Um, H- Hatbox uh, Ghost says HHN Bear Maze or Beer Maze. Oh, my God, no. We don't need a beer maze. <laughs> we already have a bunch of beer incidents at Orlando. Than just, it already is. Okay, fine. Just open the walking path in Central Park that's not used during the event, and just put alcoholic stands there, and that would be your beer festival, and people would go. That's another thing too um, about whoever the villain is. 
Maybe I know Trump is a good villain, but I mean, and I I like I mean politics are not what we do here on Halloween Horror Nights podcast. But what about Hillary Clinton? How come she can't be the villain? We don't uh, know who the villain's gonna be this year. I mean, it could be anything at this point. Or, well, maybe not Bernie Sanders. I mean, he's pretty much that old fart bag's probably gone. We don't know where he is, but um, I think. I think whoever um whoever is like winning the if it's like a split then it'll be like that or whoever's like leading the race right by the time Horror Night starts, it'll be that. I I think that we had so many issues with the epic rap battles in two thousand twelve that they may not do anything that grand this year. Epic rap battles of history. It's there. Barack Hussein Obama versus Myth the Storm and Mormon Romney. Yeah, it, it would be funny if we got like a Scooby-Doo ending for Bill and Ted where the bear is revealed as the real villain for the event. Oh, of course, the bear, is no, it, the bear has to be Dr. Evil because it's the 25th anniversary. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, wait you know who oh, the bear is? Under the mask. <laughs> Michael oh. Yellow. <laughs> or Jason Horn. That that would be hilarious. That would be a really good thing to do on on preview night. Oh, wait, uh, Owen, did I ever get to talk about uh, my opinion on the Krampus maze? We haven't got there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. We're off topic. No, no. Well, we're having fun though. We're having a great time well, tonight. Fun. That's usually how it goes. Is there was there was Sharknado and Bill and Ted a few years no, ago. No. No need to rush. I did too, Wit, honestly. Uh, Suicide Squad's getting way too much flack right now. Um, so here's my question. Travis. Si, senor. This is the interesting thing about you, because I know you don't really like the movie Krampus. What is your opinion on the maze coming to Horror Nights this year? Um... It would it's 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 a great property. Not a good movie. Yeah, but we've had houses before that were terrible movies that were made into great actual mazes. Exactly, and we have The Walking Dead, so we know that they they can make something out of something that's crap. Well, I mean, yeah. I thought I thought Krampus was fine as a movie, but I mean, everybody has their opinions when it comes to film, obviously. I just. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I probably should have. I everybody's entitled their opinion, Travis. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, certain people are gonna like certain films, and certain, and there are gonna be some films that people don't like, and people do like, and you can't really just change their opinion. I mean, it's their d- decision whether they like something or don't. And uh, also joining us, we have uh, we had one of the Jacksons in a little bit earlier, obviously. And the other one, the other one has entered the room. Uh, the second half of uh, the podcast network's uh, answer to the Young Bucks. Welcome, Cameron. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow, oh. he sounds he sounds really quiet. <laughs> Wait, does my mic need to be closer? Is this good? Yeah, why don't you stick it closer to your? Is this good? Yes. 
Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I've been sitting here silently for like ten minutes trying to figure out <laughs> See, what the hell you guys are talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait. Now, Travis, you sound so far away. Travis, you're not a young buck. I should be a young buck to camp because me and him do punk so well. Oh no, you bro, should. Bro, <laughs> you are too tall to be a young buck, and you don't have long hair. We're having this conversation live where no one understands what we're saying. <laughs> I can um, check the comments if, if you'd like. Oh, we, we've got a lot of really fun things. So I love the uh, the Christmas look to your profile picture, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I uh, designed it specifically for this occasion. <laughs> I hate to. Back to Bill and Ted for a quick second. Whatever happened uh, – I know 2014 was real Disney-heavy, but whatever happened to Disney being the villain where Disney flats out buys out Universal Orlando? Whatever happened to that idea? That's more of a, that's more of a Trump storyline, honestly. That's the idea I had for last year. Donald yeah. Trump bought Universal, and he brought in his own Bill and Ted to do the show. Mm. You know, what if we get what if we get a uh, little uh, buddy of ours, the Frozen Head, and uh, Bill and Ted this year? Uh, I don't think so this year, honestly. You don't think this year? No, I don't think so. It'd be really cool, though. We've already done that before. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we got live chat messages here from everyone. You guys are awesome tonight, as always. Thank you again for uh, having such really great quest- great questions and commentary in our chat room. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, and I never got to say this, uh, but thank you for having me on, you know? I'm not really all that. <clears throat> I just want to point out there that I'm more of a Hollywood guy than Orlando, but I will be visiting Orlando within the next couple of years. But I don't mind, yes. you know, talking about the event. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be going with Owen, definitely. Yeah, you'll be you'll be joining our group for sure because we all we all go around the event together. So yeah, it should be a lot of fun. But um, yeah, I'll let you guys uh continue. Uh, no worries. Um, so Brady, uh, Billman versus Super Ted. Mockingjay brings up uh, Civil War and Batman versus Superman. I, I think that's likely. I think they're really. I feel like they're gonna make fun of DC this year a lot. I, I think it's a good. I think they're gonna. No superhero is gonna remain un, unscathed this year, honestly. Did anybody mention Pokemon Go? That's gonna be a huge one. I, I, I they did catch, mention. They catch down <laughs> on something a Pokeball. Whoa, whoa, wait! No, no, no! They trap. They get HHN Bear. They catch HHN Bear. Oh my god! That would make sense. <laughs> oh, that that'd be great. Bill is about to kill Ted. Ted Rufus. Rufus! Oh, man, that'd be awesome if Rufus is in the show this year. I I think we're going to see a lot more, and I really think at this point that we're going to see uh, we're see a lot of Oaks of the Past, and I really think that somehow, someway, there needs to be a contact to Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter and actually do something with the show this year since it's the 25th anniversary. Even if it's just a little video clip in introducing the show or a little high spot in the show that no one would see coming, I think it would be great to just pull that off, and I think that would be something really cool to see. And uh, I believe in chat was mentioned they they're not sure if something will ever come to the event. 
and without saying what it is, um, obviously it's my favorite horror movie of all time, and I really believe if there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> and it will happen. It, it's going to happen one day, Owen, I swear. And, it, and when it happens, it's going to be gorgeous. Oh, well, it was before, it's just... <laughs> well, when exactly. you think of, Let's just say, for the sake of it, he was working on it in 2015. Don't you think that now, since it was canceled, that now he has all this time until, like, let's just say he's not doing it this year and he's doing it next year. (laughs) He has this right now and between next year, and he could do it and make it one of the best maids ever. I mean, he has, like, so much time. It, it's going to happen. I have faith. Yes, Sephiroth, we were so close last year, but it's going to happen. Mark my words. And Wit says, didn't they try and fail to get uh, Werewolf twice? Yeah, that's very true. Hollywood so, yeah. failed Hollywood failed in 2012, and then our, uh, did Orlando fail twice? Orlando failed three, two or three times at least. Right. It's been on the shelf, I know, at least since 08. This is correct. Oh, wait, uh, weren't we talking about Krampus? Earlier, yeah. Yes. So, we got Travis's opinion. We got Will's opinion. Cameron. Come back to me. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going there tonight. (laughs) Um, Your thoughts on Krampus? All right, uh, with pleasure. Um, honestly, I think this is my most anticipated IP right next to Exorcist. It's like a huge toss-up. Right. I am a huge fan of the Krampus movie. Um, I don't care what you say, Travis. It was a damn good movie. <laughs> um, well, you're also a loser, so... Oh. Well, you also like Zootopia, so... That's the best movie ever. You shut your no, ass. No, no, no. No, no. We're not going here. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to Krampus. <laughs> you shut your um, face. Okay. Continue, uh, Cam. Where, I can't no, he's not allowed to talk. I can't remember where I was. <laughs> You're talking about Krampus being your most anticipated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's my most anticipated... Um. Let's see what else. There's honestly, there's like so much they can work with. Like that movie had so many uh, scenes and stuff, and we've seen them work with these kind of elements in houses like Home for the Holidays. And um, you know, if they can bring back those, you know, the elements that they had in that, you know, Home for the Holidays, it's going to be a really crazy house. Um, I'm excited to see how they do a lot of the characters in the movie. I really like the dark elves. They're like my favorite part of the movie. I'm excited to see those costumes. Uh, And, of course, there's um, another bear. HHM Bear has some competition this year. There's Teddy Bear. Um, HHN Teddy Bear. Yes, HHN Teddy Bear. I'm excited to see how they do that. I can only assume they'll be using puppets for those kind of characters, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Um, I'm really excited to see HHN Teddy Bear. Who's making the Twitter account? <laughs> I have a feeling it, it's going to be there soon. Oh, it will. Teddy um, Bear from Krampus is HHN Bear Jr. It is. I. What about having that as a character, like a like a, a short character as a? You would never expect that. It could work. I yeah. wouldn't. 
And this kind of goes back to something else I was wondering. Like, mm-hmm. I was really wondering how they're going to pull off the gingerbread man. I cheat. Williams brought that up in chat, actually. Yeah, it's I good hate to bring this up, but how will they do gingerbread men without screens? You know what? I'm actually going to ask um, Murdy tomorrow um, how do they... Because I think Murdy and Orlando are going to do a very similar um, representation of the um, gingerbread scene. And um, I'll ask Murdy tomorrow, but um, Orlando hasn't had the... Um, Freddy vs. Jason, that was one of the problems with Freddy vs. Jason was screens. <laughs> Don't get Tyler started think, about that. <laughs> okay, I know screens are can get a bit ridiculous and, mm. you know, they can be overused, but I think when it comes to those kinds of, like, elements, like, you know, you can't really... I mean, unless you want to dress characters up as gingerbread men, when in the movie they were, like, three inches tall, mm. it's like... I well, can see where a screen would be necessary. Well, it just depends how an, interest, an interesting thing that I thought of was um, how we had in uh, Hades in 2010, we had the Hydra heads were puppets, you know, like hand puppets. Yeah. And I don't know if this could work or not, but uh, do something similar to that where, yeah. you know, you have hand puppets. Yeah, I could, I could see that, you know, they come out of the wall or something. Mm-hmm. I can see that working. It, it, <clears throat> like the the Resident Evil dogs. Oh boy! Uh, so but let's Usher, not go there. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, Usherette brings up. Uh, I can definitely see them doing the angel character with makeup or mask, similar to how uh, the Bride of Chucky was done with Diane last year. Oh yeah. Isn't there like <laughs> a robot toy in that movie? I can't remember. Wasn't it like a killer robot or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was more of a... I don't want to call it a minor character, but... I think they'll use as many characters as... I want to see the big worm. Oh, that's going to be crazy. In the attic. The jack-in-the-box. And, of course... Um, yeah, that's a good point, Melody. It says that you can have this character covered in the gingerbread man, they'd be represented not actually having to be animated. That's actually a really good idea. Oh yeah. You can have yeah. like you can have like little prop ones like stabbing someone or something. It's like Dollhouse of the Damned where you had yeah. the, this character that was in the big pile of dolls and then that was the scare. Yeah. That is very true. That's a great idea. Uh Voltori asked if Jake you for thinking of that. Yeah, good job, Mel. Good job completely. Uh Voltori asked if is James Keaton gonna be in Bill and Ted. Um, um don't know. We don't know at this point. I mean, we don't know where he's going to be or if he's even going to be there. I mean, he was obviously he is known as Jack and he's done Ted before. So, I mean, I you could see him at Bill and Ted. You may not see him at the event at all. You never know. He could actually make like a cameo in one of the mazes or scare zones or shows. <clears throat> I, I, I mean, one of those things. Yeah, we all need the money, Mel. <laughs> Mel wants to be creative. I think I think all of us do. Cam especially. Yes. It's like my dream. Must make pretty. Yes, Sephiroth, we totally agree. <laughs> I was saying that the other... Uh, we were sitting in Suicide Squad the other day, and I was saying that out loud, and then I realized, oh, God, there's people around me. Why am I saying this? <laughs> he can play a mean Captain Howdy. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey. 
mean, you never know. I mean, you never know what James will do this year if he does anything at all. I mean, <laughs> he can do anything he wants. So if they give him a role and it's worth his while, I'm sure he'll do something. But if not, then, I mean, we've had a gr- he's had a great run at the event. And last year, if it was a swan song, then he went out uh, on top. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it won't be about Jack this year at all. It's going to be about Chance. So that's the I thing. mean, we... Oh, wait. Um, oh, and please continue. See, that's the thing this year. I mean, a lot of people are thinking that Jack's going to show up. If, if there is going to be a show, Jack's going to be involved. No, this is all about Chance. And Chance is going to be at center stage. So, Indeed. Jack's in Singapore, so there you go. <laughs> Maybe they're sending. We uh, about that here. We did talk about it last week. Um, Singapore. Oh God! I highly tell it. Thank you. It's not the time. No. All right. So. Yeah. Any more, any more thoughts? God Cam? bless you. Thank you. God, where are the manners around here? John Cena. So, Usher, I'd asked uh, if uh, Chance will be in the parks this year, if there is not a show. Possibly in her zone, but... um... Potentially, but the only way I could see her being in a zone is if she's on a high pedestal where no one can get at her. Mm -hmm. And she's got that that megaphone, that green and white megaphone that we've seen in promo pictures. I can honestly see them doing that. Yep. And uh, for media and a social media meetup on the closing night of the event, just like the last laugh. I believe Will called it the last chance. Yeah, um, of course, just like last year was the last laugh, I think this year will be the last chance. I I think we could see... Yeah, I agree with Mockingjay. I think we could see the the jack-in-the-box in Chance's house. But that's it. That's the only... Just kind of like we saw Jack's paint in Giggles and Gore, but that was all we saw, that in the blender. I think there could be an ode to Jack, but I don't think Jack's going to be there. Maybe, like, Delusions of Jack? See, that's see, that's the reason why I would put, like, a Jack prop in there. Jack! Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> Drunks always make things difficult. Yes, I completely agree with that. Didn't wasn't there like some <clears throat> incident that happened in the 2014 Dollhouse of the Damned? There's been a lot of incidents we've had over <laughs> throughout the years. <laughs> we don't have a long enough podcast to talk about that. No, but you can. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. You know, maybe we can make a video one day. Collaborating on all the history of the drunks of HHN. I have they. I don't want to. That would be the longest popcast ever. <laughs> we've had some pretty damn long ones. We we've had a popcast in the history of this network that actually told me that it was going to shut off if we don't shut up. Was it like seven, six or seven hours? It was almost seven eight. Hours. It was like eight hours. Fifty-two seconds. Oh God. Good God. times. Good times. Thank, thank you, our statistic, statistician, Travis. No uh, problem. My Nashville's. <laughs> Brian says I, I'd like to see the giant blender with an evidence tag on it in the house. Ooh, that'd be perfect. That's cool. Okay, okay. We've had th- we've had this conversation before. We- we've mentioned this numerous times. Should they ever ban alcohol? Should no. They, should they? Should they? Yes, but they won't. But they won't. See, exactly. okay. My look at it is, I don't know. I mean. I'm pretty sure I've been a part of these conversations before live on podcasts, but me, 
I'm sure some of you have said this before, but and you guys may look at me like I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think I don't know if it could work. How about one person can only have a limit of one drink if they could work it like that? I like, real, you know, we've talked about it. Why can't they have like a wristband, like a real wristband, when you can like cut people off that are getting a little too much? Like if you have, let's say, Owen, I know you don't drink, but let's. I'm going to use you as an example, if I may. Use me as an example. Thank no. you. I agree, Sephiroth. They're always going to be stupid people, whether there's alcohol or not. But, you can um, use me as an example. Okay. Uh, so let's say... Make your oh, point, Will. You're good. But yeah. Any volunteers? I'm a volunteer. Yeah, Paris, it is funny to see drunken people at Horror Nights. That's why I brought up the hashtag, where's the beer line? <laughs> the thing is, um, my opinion on the whole beer thing is that, like, we could never have it in Hollywood. It, 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 Hollywood has too much, like, not to say that Orlando has too much, not, not too much to lose, but Hollywood would just, it, it burn, it, it would die. Like, people... Go crazy if alcohol was at. Well, well, people would literally fall off the starway to their oh, yeah. death. So I mean, yeah, they would. They don't want that kind of uh, bad publicity. Yeah, but I um, I know there's one thing I want to see in Hollywood again. Even though I don't go to Hollywood's event, I want to see Chucky's Insult Emporium come back. It won't happen in Hollywood. <laughs> well, actually, we've been we've been I've been talking about this on other podcasts, but. <clears throat> I thought of an idea that um, could possibly happen. They have, like, a Perger-type insult emporial, just like um, Chucky's insult emporial, and use it kind of like a test as to have more comedic shows. Because as of now, we have Jabberwockies, and that's not really all that comedic. And, you know, they could kind of use that as, like, a test to see how audience remember, I mean, reacts to that sort of stuff. Go see, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and <laughs> go Facebook. throwback right there. Snapchat. Hey, hold on. Here, here's the thing, Cameron, that's, that's funny that that's mentioned because we talk about the Insult Emporium. I think if Chance does get that pedestal where she's where they hired somebody, whether it's the actress or not, they hired somebody to play Chance, maybe she's got that bullhorn and she's doing the insulting from her pe- from her pedestal high above Scarezone. Yeah, I can see that. Just like I said, Tyler, like in 2008, Path of the Wicked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, I'll, and honestly, I'll say right now, obviously I'm against alcohol completely. Mm. And I know that it makes money. I understand it makes money. It's not going anywhere. I just wish more people would be responsible with it than they are. That's all. Yeah, mm. I, I completely agree. It's just like... When you go to a theme park and when you drink alcohol, you have to be very, very responsible. Like, I know very much a lot of people that are responsible for alcohol and very much a lot of people who aren't responsible for alcohol. And you really need to be responsible about it with your surroundings and the people around you because you could really hurt someone or the environment. And it costs billions and billions of dollars just because you decided to have your third sip of alcohol. So really, you have to take your own responsibilities in order to make sure that you're making the environment and everything else around you safe while having a good time. And not only could she insult people from a high post, she could be basically getting her minions that are in the scare zone to go after people that are unassuming. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. It's like she's directing her little theater exactly. mind. I think that this 
works out perfectly. Yeah, I like that. And I think that that also, I mean, I thought that would play into the promotional campaign for Chance as the icon this year, too. Yeah. She's called the hostess of horror for a reason. It makes sense. Yeah, the commercial showing Michael Myers, Leatherface, Reagan, and everyone, like, below the stage, and she lets them go. I mean, I understand why alcohol exists. I mean, in Orlando, it has to be the case. It's a it's a necessary evil, unless something like absolutely drastic happens. I cannot see them getting rid of alcohol in Orlando. It makes too much money. Yeah, I mean, it, it can does. be to an extent, but no, it still does. It, I don't think it would change anything really. No, it's people like, would just. It goes back to the fact that you know, it's just not. You know, alcohol isn't going to reduce the amount of stupid people because people can still be, you know, make stupid decisions without it. Yeah, and and they'll just go to, like, Bubba Gump or they'll go to NBC and they'll pregame, just like Usher F brought up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, one night last year when me and Mom were leaving uh, the event, I think it was, like, 12, maybe midnight, this guy, he was out of his drunk he was like blitzed out of his mind and he still had like a half cup full of beer and he spilled it on another dude and this dude was big and like the big dude just like knocked the crap out of the drunk dude it was so funny to see him fall down see the drunk dude fall yeah I we walked past people that were completely passed out on the ground because of uh, alcohol and being dehydrated from drinking too much without having any water yeah, and see, that's another thing, too, about alcohol is that, like, let's say um, not all women do it, but, like, if a woman drinks, she'll, like, most drunk people will, like, overreact in the houses, and they'll start, like, like acting over dramatic. and I don't get, I, I don't like people like that, like, get too drunk, and then they go overboard dramatic. Yeah, I understand you Start that. swinging. And that's the reason why we can't have nice things. I know, it's just like what happened in All Night Die-In last year. Is I, we lost... How many scare actors did we exactly lose last year I in heard All Night Die-In? A few. Mm, that's a shame. That's such a shame. I guess we'll just see what they do with the, the scare zones this year. I, th- I think it's going to be a little bit more reserved. I think there's going to be a little bit more people that are going to be watching what's going on to make sure nothing goes down. Yeah, Sephiroth says poor Carrie. Oh. The girl that looks like Jen. She was a great actor too, or actress. I never saw her. Like for the times I walked through all night dying, I never saw her. Getting rid of water and freestyle machines was a big mistake. It's gonna be rough this year. Yeah. I think they'll bring it back. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, Usherette says she knows at least two ladies that had to quit. I mean, last year was just was just bad when it comes to quitting. Every year it seems like there's people that just don't want to do it for whatever reason, and then they just lose the love of haunting, and you lose the love of scaring. Yeah, I mean, and there's not always that negative side to drunk people. I mean, there's the funny side of seeing drunk people. <laughs> like, yeah, there is. Here's a question for Owen, Tyler, and Cameron. When you walk through a house, what is the funniest experience with a drunk person in a haunted house that you guys have seen? Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. I feel like 
I don't really have too many experiences in, in houses with drunk people. Insidious last year. That, the, uh, that, that one was bad. That, that one was really bad. The, the bro that literally had to walk his girl throughout the entire maze super slow because she couldn't stand properly. Oh, she was grabbing onto everything. Yeah, she was. And he was like, no, no, grab onto me. And she was. they were holding everybody up. It was just ridiculous. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah, that that was bad. I mean, especially with the fact that, I mean, it wasn't being taken care of, and when they got out of the house, God knows what happened to that poor girl that night. But, yes, uh, we are uh, one more bit of information real quick before we move on. Uh, Justin, your thoughts on Krampus? Um... Well, actually, <clears throat> when I talk about the film, I um I love the film. You know, controversial, but it's a very special film. I love Trick or Treat, and Krampus is one of it's a very entertaining film, and I'm very excited to see how Orlando does it. You know, whenever I it's my second most anticipated IP next to Texas, surprisingly, but like it's always like with an Orlando maze, it's like. Hey, if I don't if I don't like what I see, at least it will look pretty. And you know, every single maze that they ever do is pretty. And Orlando has a thing with doing snow mazes, and they do such a fantastic job from what I've seen. Body Collectors last year, it looked incredible, and um, I think they can really do a, a fantastic job with the set design of Krampus. I think it I think it could possibly be this year's Insidious if they do the scares right and. Um, I overall just think it's going to be a absolutely fantastic house for both coasts. I agree. And uh, any things you are... Uh, <laughs> Whit Williams asks, is Walking Dead pretty? Yes, Walking Dead is pretty. Uh, let's see. Stories from chat. Brandon says he was walking in Penn & Teller with this guy who was wasted. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Brian saw a drunk guy at Horror Nights raving in treats and foods. <laughs> raving? Um, I, um, raving in bubbles. I would have given anything to see I remember one time, uh, it was 2012, uh, me, and my, me and Mom just walked out of House of Horrors, which was an absolute favorite of mine that year. First house ever. Yeah, and uh, me and Mom were leaving, and there was this girl... And uh, this is along the lines of alcohol, but uh, she was sitting um, on like a um, oh god, like on a, like a sidewalk or something, leaving like after the house. And there was like all these uh, EM, EMTs around her. And I asked my mom. I didn't know at first because uh, I didn't know I was young at the time. I looked at my mom and I'm like, what happened to her? And she, mom looked. My mom looked at me and said, "Well, that girl is drunk as hell." Didn't those words? And I'm like, "Oh, okay, that's funny." I know because like I was young, so my I'm and then when she said it like that, I'm like, "Oh, alrighty then." And then I literally, when we got, like, to Bill and Ted, I looked at my mom and I'm like, God, that girl was stupid. That girl was stupid for acting dramatic. 
Okay, you'll find you'll find this really funny, everyone. Uh, apparently, the drunk I read this wrong. The person that was drunk, raving in treats and foods, was Barrel Bob himself. Oh my! <laughs> oh, that that sounds entertaining. Barrel, Barrel Bob. The truth comes out. On the no, he said that. I just wasn't listening. Uh, Royce803 says a drunk dude ran away from us in Hades and he broke his nose. Oh, <laughs> There was wow. blood everywhere and we were stuck in there. <laughs> See, that's one house I wish really I... That is one house I wish I could experience in 2010 was Hades. I don't know if it was good or bad or not. I, I don't... Was it good? I thought so. Everybody okay. has mixed opinions, it seems like. Right. Ace Freely says Krampus will be that super fun maze. It won't be focused on scary. It'll be focused more on fun. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, uh, my audio got cut out. Uh, what did I miss? No, we're just, we're just drunk, more drunk stories. More drunken stories, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. I feel like yeah, Hollywood would just be a disaster if it happened. I mean, we already have like it already bad enough at Hollywood, but like imagine like people watching Jabberwockies while drunk. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't do that just because. Wait, people watch that show? <laughs> yes, people will actually watch that show. <laughs> I, I know it has a very mixed uh, opinion for most people in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Alex said, um, has there been any uh, talks on today's leaked house? And um, what I have to say to show that is that we will be getting to that, but right now we are on drunk stories. And then Emperor... Oh, wait. Wit, Wit Williams says, I was coming out of Asylum in Wonderland when at the X it's of Transformers there was what looked like a elder man, uh, elderly man lying on a stretcher surrounded by at least half a dozen medics. Oh, that's not good. I saw something like that in front of body collectors one of the nights. Uh, Usherette thinks that Krampus is going to be the camp house of the year, too. I can see that, totally. Especially with gingerbread men. Drunk people tripping tripping over the uh, fire hydrant. Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Usherette says, whoever rumored Jabberwockies for Orlando has a personal vendetta against fun. <laughs> and then I thought Bob, the Jabberwockies were drunk. That, their Go dance home. moves are drunk, if you really think about it. Their Go dance home, moves Superman. are drunk. You're drunk. It was concerning. I was worried that he got chainsawed too hard and he had a heart a- attack or something. Wait, what the hell? This is... Whit Williams, Asylum in Wonderland story. Oh, that's great. Chainsawed too hard. <laughs> Into my boo hole. See, 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 Mel. Mel, Mel says I never... Calm down, Wolfman. Exactly, this isn't the place. I've never I been drunk... Time for that. I've never been drunk at Horror Nights, but I find myself tripping constantly. Yeah, it really seems like it's easy to do. Yeah. With everybody being in like a big like cluster, it's it's easy to trickle your own feet. Yeah. I know one year, uh it was two thousand thirteen, uh this drunk guy, um, he was leaving with his girlfriend 
with his two buddies, his friend and his girlfriend too. Well, they had two basketballs, and the and the boyfriend was super, and the two boyfriends was super, super drunk. The one boyfriend actually gave me his basketball that he had won, and I'm like, uh, and I took it from him, and he was like, "Go ahead, you have it. You're leaving with nothing, and I'm giving you my basketball." And I'm like, "Okay, thank you." We were leaving. You got you got a free basketball. Yeah, from a drunk dude. He was like, "Go home. Here, you take my basketball. I got some. You didn't. Go ahead and oh take God. it." I'm like, "Thank you." Ace. Oh yeah, I got a free basketball. Ask a really interesting question, which I can't experience because I I'm not at Orlando. Okay. Wait, what was the question? Ace, Ace asked, question for you guys, what is the worst smell pumped into a maze? The poop oh, smell. Uh, uh, freaking uh, dollhouse. Holy crap. Um, the poop n- baby powder. I mean, opening dead, week, it was like, <laughs> The dead cats and Evil Dead were bad, too. I like that smell. Oh, yeah. Okay, the worst smell I've ever experienced in Horror Nights? Oh, God, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Probably sitting with everybody in after it rained in Bill and Ted. Ew, you nasty. <laughs> no, I, I agree with everyone. Dollhouse was horrible when it comes to smells. My God, that was nasty. And the Shady Road poop smell from a while back. The, the chicken strips and Walking Dead. <laughs> yes, Barrel Bob, the spoils of HHN free basketball. Damn Can straight. Can smell some vomit? Oh my god, the vomit and pieces. That might, that oh might be god. the new worst. Yeah, we'll vomit see. and exorcist is going to yeah. be nuts. Spoiler, they give out little cups of pea soup and lime for exorcist. I think I'm that's the... Just, the just use camera green and make it like the the vomit um, specialty, like, next celebrity fizz. Oh no, you stay away from celebrity fizz. Ooh, <laughs> pea soup mixed with celebrity fizz. Ooh. No, it's disgusting. Ecto cooler. <laughs> why can't we have ecto cooler at the end of this year? That'd be great. Pea soup. The what? Celebrity jizz. Oh. <laughs> what <Damn>. the <laughs> hell? And you say I need to calm down. The power of F and Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Hatbox Ghost says the worst smell is near the beer carts. Oh, no. Yeah. So everybody's given their thoughts on Krampus, um, except for me and Tyler. Oh, Tip, don't try to eat the, the snow. It's soap. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, you actually tried to eat the snow? I know this from personal experience. You actually tried to eat the snow? Maybe. <laughs> so, wait, think- you just... You went into product collectors and you just took a spoon and just went, "Ooh, this looks good, yum." No, you just look up and you open wide. Yep. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Make sure it's not yellow. Oh my. So, Cameron, Cameron, that's just not right, dude. At least it's clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Darren. One of the worst smells is the body odor from everybody. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I can't argue with that. It gets horrible, man. It really does sometimes. If everybody is, like, cramped together, it's just... <laughs> and it's, like, 9,000 degrees outside. Yeah, the humidity <laughs> at, at night. Oh, man, yeah. it's bad. Waiting in, li- waiting in line at the sprung tents, I think, is probably the worst. I don't know. I just keep thinking of, like, waiting in that crazy just zigzag line to get into one of the sound stages. That's a good one, too. Because it's so compact. Oh, soap snow. There's a local Christmas attraction in my town that has the fake soap snow, and I have some memorable childhood experiences with that stuff. So, uh, with Krampus, I think it's going to be an awesome house. I think it, it will be your, I'd say it will be your dark comedy house of the year. Um... A lot of really great... I think our facade's going to be a lot better than people think it is. I think that it's going to have the snow falling. I think it's going to have the house decorated. I think we're going to have Christmas carols playing. We're going to have awesome scents in the house. We're going to have puppets in the house. We're going to have animatronics in the house. We're going to have awesome characters in the house. And I think we're going to have a really sweet finale in the house, which is going to go out on a high note. I'm just going to come out and say to you guys, like... the. The Fadic for Orlando's is probably going to be better than Hollywood's, because have you guys seen the Fadic? I'm going to tr- give you guys a photo, and I'll tweet it in the chat if you guys want to check it out. But it, it just doesn't, in my opinion, it just doesn't look all that good. I mean, it looks kind of nice, but, you know, just I don't think it looks all that good. They're, not, they're not done with it yet. they still got to put up the Christmas lights. Wait, 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 I know, wait. but they also, they just put up the snow, and the snow looks really bad, like... Oh, the facade? I, I mean, when I saw Crimson Pink, I thought it looked cardboard to me, but that was because of just watching videos and pictures. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just looking at the facade, I think that I like the, the icicles they have on top of the roof. I, I like the brickwork. I think it looks fine. I, it, it looks good. It really does. I mean, it's too bad it's outdoors, but you don't have the weather we do. So, I mean, it's not going to be a big of a deal. Yeah. Oh. Um. Go ahead. Oh man. Oh, robot monster! Please, dear God. Uh, Howard oh, had to deal man. with uh, people uh, with um, flatulation and run all the time. The mixture of alcohol, that marijuana, and sweat—not pleasant. Oh my gosh. God, I could only imagine. Also, too, one more thing about <laughs> our Krampus house, guys. Uh, do you think we'll see the? Uh, snow plaid that uh they had in the movie where where we could see the snow plow uh crushed in uh in flames. Yeah, I, I think we could see that. That's a interesting scene that I think they could really make really scary. Especially when the girl goes under the truck. They could have it like the the car shaking. Yeah. I, I was mean, thinking like oh go ahead. It's the Engel family house, so I mean, it's going to be basically the house itself, but I think there is room to do stuff outdoors. I was thinking it'd be cool, because, like, from the movie, one of the, I think, one of the um, coolest scenes, like, to build up onto was seeing the, the goat footprints in the snow. It'd be cool if they had, like, the goat footprints, you know, you start off in this, and it's trailing into the house or something. Yeah. That'd like, be a pretty I, cool build up. What I want this house to be like is that it's going to, like, build up just like Insidious, like Murdy has stated, and 
even Michael has stated that they built up Insidious a lot, and that's what I want the South to be like. Like I want it to be very much like the films, and doesn't feel like Rambo. Right, right. I think that's the advantage we're going to have in Orlando versus what you guys have in Hollywood, because I think that we're going to have a lot more of a cold atmosphere versus you guys having a tent. Which I mean, you can do you can do cold in a tent, but I mean, it's a little bit harder. Oops. Yeah, like, it is unbelievably hot in Hollywood. That's what I've heard. So, yeah, uh, Ace Freely was asking about cold rooms in Krampus and Exorcist. Yeah, it's going to be super cold, honestly. I really think uh, that. You know who they should have in the house? They should, have, they should have Aunt Dorothy from the movie. <laughs> You know what I actually think? Oh my gosh. It's actually possible that they have characters. That would be hilarious. Like, oh my gosh. We mentioned earlier before you came on, Cam, that I think that it's going to make sense to have, like, Omi's story, like the the story of Krampus before you walk in the actual house itself. I think I don't think Holly I don't think Hollywood's gonna do that first. I think you guys are gonna do, get to do that first, and that's really gonna be interesting. Especially because that's like one of the coolest parts of the film. It's almost like they didn't need to do that animation, but they did it. And seeing getting to see it in real life would actually be really, you know, cool just to see it happen. Yeah, I mean projected on the side of the building or something. Yeah, what about a Krampus projection on the side where you could have, like, the actual shadow of the Krampus on the side of the building? I think That, that would, would actually be, cool. be really yeah. cool. Or, oh, like, wait, projections um, in the windows of the house. I can um, see that. That makes I, sense. Uh, the, I, similar to Halloween in 2024. 20, I got uh, three comments. Um, I'll read the, the less goofy one and then the, the more goofy one. Alex says, um, I have to imagine that Aunt um, Dorothy narrates the story of Krampus right before you go inside the house for both coasts. And then Lonald P.D. Dakes, Hollywood's last maze announcement will be Jabberwocky's 3D. <laughs> We're screwed. We're absolutely screwed. There's no way escaping this. I mean, it's a show that, I mean, it's not been officially announced, but it's basically been let out. It's leaked. It's been leaked. They've leaked it three times this year. I I think they probably need to tell the people that are in charge of Jabberwockies not to do that. Yeah, like... Jabberwockies 3D music by, insert some random artist. Figure. Figure. (laughs) Jabberwockies 3D featuring figure. (laughs) Oh my god. Krampus puppets, yeah, Ace, I think so, but the idea that was brought up earlier in chat, just the Krampus character on stilts, I think would be amazing. Stilts. Yeah. I was thinking one of those um I don't I don't really know how to explain it, but in the Han industry there's these um there's these I don't know what they're really called. They're like things that characters wear on their back. Tyler probably knows what I'm talking about. And yeah. um they're just like massive. Um, they're shoulder things, right? Yeah, they're like shoulder mounts, and then you can control the arms. And I was thinking that'd be interesting um, to see if they use that, if they went that route. Yeah, they could do that. Yeah, I just don't know how to explain it unless you know like what I'm talking about. No, no, that makes perfect um, sense. Yeah. Barrel Bob says Jabberwocky's 3D music by Slash. <laughs> 
It's figure, Barrel Bob. It's figure. Oh, those two and those two don't go together at all. Slash and the Jabberwockies and Slash. Which Slash says still better than a Ghostbusters 2016 house. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Which I really do. Walkies. I can't wait for the new Ghostbusters maze, and we get to have that one feminine scene. That's gonna be really great. <laughs> Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> Honestly, if you would have went, if you go with a, a dark comedy Ghostbusters house, I think it really would work. If you base it, it on the original source material, yeah. yeah, it has to be the original. Though. It has to be the original. They can't do the remake. That would be a grave mistake. Honestly, I think it it would it wouldn't like you have to think it wouldn't just attract you know HEN people, but it would attract people from outside the event, and they would hate on it so much because they. People just don't like Ghostbusters. Well, the remake, at least. They could bring Ecto Cooler into the park. Speaking of that, Brian Lee has the Ecto Cooler. Hopefully, he will be bringing it to the Podcast Network meetups this year. If you do, God bless you. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a reverb. Hopefully, he will be bringing it to the Podcast Network meetups this year. Oh, wow. It's nice hearing voice during the middle of the podcast. That's interesting. I'm hearing the reverb. Someone mute. Someone mute the stream. Thank, th- th- thank you, Tyler. So, yeah, Alex does have a point. If Ghostbusters is ever coming to Horror Nights, it's going to be Orlando only. I think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I can't see it going to Hollywood if it ever happened in, any, in the first place. Yeah, uh, that's true. But um, I'm going to give my thoughts real quick on Krampus. Uh, I like the, the actual movie itself. I thought it had a great mace potential. That's how I watch horror movies now. I don't watch them based on if they're scary. I'm like, can I imagine this as a house? <laughs> so that's basically what I've got now. Um, I think it's going to be great. I don't know about having everything in the front of the park, but I guess we'll see how that works. So, I mean, I mean, there's that. Uh, with, it's funny that you mentioned Beetlejuice, because I think they will do a Beetlejuice house somewhere down the line, personally. Mm-hmm. I see it. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Wait. That, what would be interesting? Be a good like show for whole yeah, it's, I I thought I made that comment uh, earlier on in the season, talking about the second show being a Horror Nights exclusive Beetlejuice show, make it a little bit more a little more risque than you would normally see during regular park hours. Yeah, yeah, like you know, Carnage level. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. And Ace really brings up a really good point. Uh, they need many scent cannon type pieces in the Krampus puppet or costumes. You can smell death in its breath. That is awesome. That'd be really interesting. I never, never heard of that being done. Oh wait, um, Alex asked Ghostbusters or Beetlejuice. I honestly actually like Beetlejuice more because I think it could work. Um, being a 3D maze and it could be really dark and very mysterious and it could be a lot of fun. But um. I just don't think Ghostbusters, the remake, would work all that well, really. No, I think both Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice will be featured at the event somehow, some way down the line. And I think they both would be excellent houses. Yeah, I think they could. They'd be different, that's for sure. That's like I mentioned them doing like a maze on Rocky Horror. That would be really interesting if they could pull that off. No, thanks. The remake's coming out in August. Hey, don't don't remind me about that, please. 
You know, I've always... I've actually thought about this, but is there a potential, which I know people are going to spam me in the chat. No, this isn't happening. But, like, if you didn't know, actually, Rocky Horror Picture Show has been at the event before. It's been at Hollywood back in, like, I can't remember what year, but I think it's a possibility that we could see it within these next couple of years just because of the remake. I think the issue with Rocky Horror was the fact that last year was kind of the nail in the coffin because there were so many people that just were like, uh, what is this? And so many people were walking out. I mean, I had a great time with Rocky, and it was great for the people that cared, but it didn't bring in the crowds that I'm sure they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that know. Was, that's the problem. I know one night I did, I started doing the callbacks, like, of course, Brad Majors, A-Hole, Janet White Slut. Right. That was, that was a family of three. It was, of course, mother, father, and son. And when they heard me do the callbacks, I literally turned around and they got up and walked out. And I still think it was my fault, but I don't care. I'm having fun. Now, see, there's an issue because uh, for 24, they actually had a lot of rumors online that they didn't want the callbacks. They didn't want the shoutbacks. And I remember walking into Rocky Horror and I remember hearing the first one. And I was like, okay, all bets are off. I'm going to say it now. <laughs> And it was more fun that way. It was fun for the people that were into it, and it was really fun to watch the people that weren't into it because it was interesting to see their response to everything. Um, wait, um, Alex says, if Rocky Horror Picture Show ever comes back to any coast, it's probably going to be a Orlando exclusive, and I agree with yeah. that. It just... Oh my god, it was t- it looked terrible in Hollywood. I'm, I'm oh. sorry, but it looked terrible. The acting was... I didn't like the Frankenfurter. I didn't even know it was in Hollywood. Yeah, it was in. Yeah, it was for a while. They did it. They did it in Terminator. Cam, I'll send you a link to it. I'm just gonna say this: Hollywood is screwed. All right, with the shows, we're screwed. All right? You are correct. You're screwed. <laughs> all right, let me. Unless we right get. You are. <laughs> the <laughs> only thing I think could work is Academy of the Ar- of Villains, which is the only smallest thing that could actually work. But aside from that. Nothing is going to work at the event this year I, or for shows. Jabberwockies is going to be the same as last year. It's not it, – well, probably. It's probably not going to change any humor or comedy or, like, be even, like, Halloween-themed-related. When you watch Bill and Ted, it's like, oh, this is a Halloween show. But when you watch Jabberwockies, it's like, oh, this is a Christmas show. And it, it's a – I love the show, but it's just, it's not for Orlando. It's not for Hollywood. It's not for any – of these pun events. It's for Vegas. Slacker Wannabe says HHN should have a rating to keep small kids out. I don't know how many times I've been behind children in line. There was a huge number increase in young children this past year. I think I saw a stroller going around the streets. Cam, check your Twitter DM. I just don't think that I just don't know that they'd be able to set an age limit. It would be nice if that would be the case. I mean, it would. Ace Freely brings up a point: they should do mazes with multiple paths. You could pick different ones. I think that would be great to have multi directions you can go, like a choose your own adventure, like dual run houses or like yeah. triple run houses would be amazing if they could pull that off. But I, I guess it's just not working logistically right now. Well, yeah. I, I've seen it 
I've gone to a Han event and I've seen it done before, and it can be done effectively. Right. But um, I just don't think it's happening anytime soon. Like to be honest. Yeah, and I mean, I can understand when it comes to being a parent. Obviously, I'm not one, but when it comes down to it, you know your child better than anybody else does. So if your child can handle it, that's awesome. If your child can't handle it, you probably shouldn't bring them to the event. But you only you know what. I mean, if you're going to see people, like, staring at you for bringing your, like, toddler to Freddy vs. Jason last year, and I saw that, when, I mean, that's that's on you. So, if you don't want people to stare at you, then either don't care about it, or be, don't, don't come to the event like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, not even, it's not even, like, if they can handle it. It's just, like, you have to be aware that the atmosphere is, you know, it's right. very adult. It's a very adult atmosphere with the alcohol and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. We've also brought up the uh, the idea of a choose-your-own-adventure house. Whit Williams says, walk to A if you're afraid of clowns, C if you're afraid of chainsaws, go to B if you hate both. Here's the thing about, like, children coming to the event. Like, it, it goes back to the alcohol thing. It's just that can people really be responsible enough to, bring out, to do alcohol at the event or bring their even their own children at the event? Because, you know, it really, like, just with alcohol, alcohol can cause people to um, cause other people harm and stuff like that if it's in the wrong hands. And with children, you know, some don't have – some can – I've seen some very well-behaved children, and right. some are not very good at it, and they could be horrible at the event and be a really bad, you know, influence on the event. And, um, you know, we just – we have to be restrictive of children and alcohol and that sort of stuff to make sure that these events can keep going on. Right. And, and I think before we uh, go, obviously we're going to have a special uh, deal with Ryan tonight and really grill him about the event. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't do it tonight because he's having some like terrible Wi-Fi issues. So hopefully when we do our seventh podcast, which... <laughs> All signs point to most likely being next Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, we will be able to uh, get Ryan's opinions, and when Ian returns, we'll get his opinions on Krampus and uh, the, the announcement that comes this week, whatever it may be. Uh, um, Hollywood's getting um, announcement this Sunday tomorrow, so um, yeah, they're announcing something. We don't know exactly what it is. We know it's on Maze. I don't think it's going to be shared, and I I nope. think. Possible. I don't. The, he, Marty stated that it's horror themed, so it's not Jabwalkies. So I'm actually really curious because I don't think they're gonna announce Terror Train because they don't. I don't think they're gonna have enough time to talk about it. They. That's not an announcement. You're like, oh, by the way, this is happening, and then drop the mic. That's something you have to make its own announcement. It is a big deal for Hollywood this year, and they're gonna make it a big deal. And isn't Terror Tram original this year or something? That is yes, correct. Yes, it is original. Um, I think it, I think they'd announce an IP, but I don't know. That's just my guess. Well, actually, um, Alex makes a very good point. Um, is that we could um, Hollywood could be announcing all their scare zones because it was announced that. Well, Murdy did say yesterday. I mean, well, today that he one one time he's going to announce all the scare zones at once. And I can think of two possibilities. A, it's going to be announced as Scarlet, or B, it's going to be announced when tickets and stuff like that go on sale. But I think it's, like, our biggest chance. They could just announce one scare zone, or they could just announce it all. We just don't know. 
I don't think it'll be all. It'll be just, there'll be one thing announced, and then you guys will get the full reveal after that. Yeah, I think it will, it's going to be our Universal Monsters uh, Scare Zone. That, that's likely. That's likely. But we'll see. Um, so Ryan wasn't able to really uh, talk tonight, but we had a little bit of commentary from him. Uh, like I said, we'll grill him on the next podcast, whenever that may be, whether it's next week or it's two weeks from now. Uh, rest assured, uh, stay tuned to uh, the Podcast Network on Twitter, at Podcast Network, for more information. And we'll be able to uh, get you uh, to the right place and the right time for uh, the podcast this time around. I, f- I flipped it to 9 o'clock tonight, so maybe I shouldn't have. So, <laughs> but. so Diego says, I have a feeling Scare Zones will be announced the same time tickets go on sale. I think Hollywood, might, that might be a possibility, but I honestly think that Hollywood could go on sale when their last Mace is announced, whatever that may be. Another thing that could also happen for tomorrow, which is, so highly unlikely is that they could announce VIP returning, but I just I don't see that happening. I just think it's just going to be a scare zone, you know. We'll see. Um, with, uh, that's the last thing I want to talk about before we end. Uh, so it is the beginning of September. Obviously, it's now the beginning of August, and because it's the beginning of August, that means it's time for a brand new Universal Orlando annual pass holder mailer to come out in the mail. Ooh. Well, um. Apparently, our good friend, good friend of the network, hopefully she's still in chat, uh, that would be Mockingjay, uh, had a image sent to her of the actual mailer itself. And this mailer revealed the annual Passholder event nights for 2016. And it's really interesting, and this isn't speculation, this isn't rumor, this is out clear clear as day, and it's everywhere now, so we can say this. Just like we had alluded to earlier, your annual pass holder event nights are September 16th and 17th, 23rd and 24th. And it allows you, just like always, we thought there may be like a difference. They may use MIB this year. No, they're, they're doing the same thing. It's the parade and the two sprung tents. They're going to open two houses at 530 and one house at 545, and it also includes the first showing of Bill and Ted's Excellent Halloween Adventure. Just like always. Well, there's something interesting about this. Last year, when they brought out the mailer, they left a blank spot because, obviously, uh, the things that happened, they had to. So this year, they actually made it in black and white. So at 5.30, Halloween Hell comes to Haddonfield will be opening, and at 5.45, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre will be opening. Well, at 5.30, they're also going to open a house that's not been announced yet. And that's... That is apparently the codename Cobweb, which is Tomb of the Agents, which is going to be like an ancient, uh, like ancient tombs. We saw like the Snapchat video that had like it looked very Roanoke heavy. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be mummy based or not. It might be a different creature following you around the entire maze. It's going to be very claustrophobic, and I know that A and D are extremely excited about this, whatever it may be. I love the name. <laughs> the name is phenomenal. It's so cool. It's very simple, but and it's very basic, but it sounds great. Yeah, yeah. it does. I'm, um, like coming. Chance is going to be great. Whatever it's going to be based on. Because if it's going to be in a cave, I think it will look fantastic, like always. See, um, 
See, that's the great thing, Justin. We don't know where it's going to be based in. We've seen, yeah, some, we we've seen some vines. We've seen a lot of darkness. We don't know anything about this. We just know a name now. That's it. That's what the great thing about it is. Well, we know it's going to be based somewhere, and it's going to be very ancient. Um, but um, I'm very curious to see how they take this and how it would tie into, like, chances sort of thing. Or maybe it would just be an entirely original house on its own. But um, I think it's going to be extremely interesting, and I think um, I'm very excited to see how they um, counter tombs of the ancient. I mean, tomb of the ancients. I will say this is one of my most. Just hearing about it, this is one of my top five right now when it comes to what I'm anticipating. I think it's probably <laughs> on my top three. Bless you. Is, I think uh, it is. Is it three right now for me? I think it might be. Yeah, it's I think it's right now. I I guess I have more I have more uh, thoughts about Chance's house to see what they're going to do with it, especially if it's end up in the location that people think it is. Yeah. How they're going to pull that off? It should be very interesting. Did we talk about the location Krampus is in? Uh, we, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Do you have any uh any more thoughts, real quick, Cam? I just want to say it's very bizarre. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see how they pull it off. It's a really weird space for something, for a property of that scale to be. I agree. Um, you know, but I think they can pull it off. They, they've pulled off, you know, I mean, they've done houses in all kinds of different locations, and they all work phenomenally. I really think, you know, it, they'll make it work somehow, and um, I don't know. It should be interesting because you know, Asylum. You could, um, you know, if you looked up, you could see like the Shrek banners and stuff. Right. <laughs> it wasn't very concealed with the theater, but you know, it, I I think it'll be interesting. I'm I'm excited to, or I'm interested to see how they uh, pull it off, and and I know they will. I just am interested to see how. Okay. What about everything being in the front of the park this year? Oh, like, you have so many heavy hitters that are right up it's front. It's gonna be a madhouse. Like you, you saw how how much of a crazy, you know, the crowd in like you know scary tales that area. Mm -hmm. I just, it's gonna be like that times like ten, just because of because they have all the heavy hitter IPs right in the front of the park. I just feel like it's going to be a madhouse. It's going to be crazy, but you know, I don't know. We um it'll work, I guess. It's just kind of weird how how they're all so close together. There's got to be a reasoning, but I mean, I guess I'm going to have to see it for my own two eyes in 39 days, so. Yeah, we will find out for sure very soon. Um Lonald um, Drakes says uh, that Tomb of the Ancients is going to be the... Well, I actually have two comics to read. I mean, comments to read. Um, it's going to be the Dollhouse... Tombs of the Ancient are going to be Dollhouse of 2016. Now, I completely agree with this, because I think Tombs of the Ancient is probably going to be this, um, like, house of the year, basically, of, for Orlando. <laughs> It definitely has really good opportunity to be house of the year this year, for sure, especially with how much they're putting into it. And you can definitely tell, because the first images of the event itself were of this house. I mean, yeah. I mean, this was like, wasn't this like one of the first houses to be put into construction? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, and then another person says, uh, Barrel Bob, which I completely agree with this as well. I trust the Shrek deer for, you know, Krampus. It hasn't failed us yet. And I can agree with this. Last year, I saw him in Wonderland. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. But I think it looked really nice. And it, it was much better than what we got. I I don't need to talk about it. Um, it was really... Uh, it looked really nice. It, it didn't look scary, but it looked really fantastic as Asylum in Wonderland, and I'm very curious to see how Krampus is in that spot. Uh, I'm, I'm with yeah. Brian. I have faith that the, it's going to well, work. The thing is, Asylum, I think it worked out mostly, you know, it was very compact. There wasn't too much, you know, crazy scenic involved, you know, at the scale that a property like Krampus would probably be. Um... I just expected Krampus like to be like an open sort of maze, and that doesn't mean that it won't be. It just it doesn't. It just I don't know. Shrek just seems like such a small area. I mean, we'll see. I mean, maybe they'll rework the queue this year. Or they closed down both theaters. <laughs> That's what Tyler had said. Well, well, Tyler knows what I'm talking about when we talk about the queue line for preview night. How they worked it out into the street. Maybe they'll do that this year. Yeah. True. Get a little bit more queue space. Oh, yeah. So uh, a couple things real quick about that are said in chat. We're talking about uh, Texas. Texas Chance and Halloween bringing people to the back of the park. Um, yeah, I think so. But, I mean, I, I still think that the annual pass order event nights, it's a great deal. But by the time you get done with Bill and Ted and you head towards the front of the park, everything in the front's going to be at two hour waits. That's yeah, what I'm worried about. Up in the front for sure. And it's but. funny because it's usually crazy back where Men in Black is. <laughs> right. Now it's going to be flipped around. And we don't even know about the scare zones this year. That's the thing. That's the X factor. So uh, we had a question about Chance's house potentially being in 3D. I think we mentioned this before. Uh, there's a possibility it could be a 3D house. Um, I think it makes sense that you have, like, the the crate. It'd kind of be like Afterlife a bit. You have, like, it be stoic and be what exactly is for real, and then the next room would be, like, it flipped upside down quite literally and be all, like, off the wall and zany, kind of like what's really there and what's in her head. I think that's something I possibly can say. Yeah. I just I just want to say real quick, last year was one of the most anticipated here years of all time. And two of the best houses that people loved last year was Dollhouse. I mean, no, not Dollhouse, uh, Body Collectors and Monsters in Mayhem. And right. both of those attractions were originals, and I think that's going to be the same case with this year since um, Chance's House and the Cobb and Tombs of the Ancient, I think that's going to be, these are going to be, um, body Collectors and um, Monsters in Mayhem this year. Those two houses. I, I really think they're going to do well with the general public, too. And I think yeah. they, for a 3D maze, this could really you know, be fantastic with a surrealist element uh, added to it. And being trippy and somewhat weird and creepy, it could do a really cool concept with that idea. I agree. Yep, we've seen them, you know, um, inject elements like that in, you know, past uh, 3D houses, and it's definitely something they excel at. 
But we don't know if it's 3D or not. It's just speculation at this point. Exactly. It could go either way. Exactly. But if it were, <clears throat> it could definitely work, I believe. Alex? Oh, oh wait. Sorry, Owen. But um, Alex says, I wouldn't be shocked that we see the requel and Ancients get the most attention by the public. I, I think the public are going to flock to things they're not expecting to flock to right now. I really do. The public's going to flock to one thing and one thing only. That's Krampus. And I'll, I'm not going to lie. I think this is the year that we may see more lines for The Walking Dead, especially because it has been built up as a good possibility. This is literally the end because I'm touched. I keep forgetting that's a house this year. <laughs> I'm telling I'm telling you right now what I'm honestly thinking at this point. What I'm thinking at this rate is on closing night, it's officially announced they're turning they're closing down Terminator and they're starting Walking Dead attraction to come to Orlando. I think the Orlando attraction could be good, but here's the thing about it being a six season house. The thing that worries me the most out of this whole attraction thing the announcement was made June 4th, 2016. And if you go on the site right now, after all the Krampus stuff, after all the Halloween stuff, after all the chance stuff has been added, The Walking Dead is not on the site. Well, well number one, it's, it, it is on the site. It's on the announcements page. It's not officially on the site because they're not heavily promoting it this year. That's why I think that this year it's going to be something that people are going to want to see because they're not promoting it as heavy as in the previous years. So maybe people will forget about it and it'll become a sleeper hit this year. Yeah, yeah it could, it could. But um, like, I wonder what's really going to be the huge promotion maze of this year. Probably the Mega House. Mega House and pro and the Mega House Exorcist and Krampus. I think that's your heavy yeah, promotion right there. Work good, yeah. <clears throat> and I think for Hollywood, I think the I, I, I for um, Mega House, I think I'm actually really um, confused about um, what Hollywood's going to heavily promote, but um, the slashers and the Exorcist. Yeah, probably. But yeah, what about the Mega House? I I'd say so. It depends on how you guys use that property. The commercial is going to be really interesting this year because they're probably going to do a new one. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know if I have faith in commercials right now. Not. I'd love to see a chance commercial, but I'm holding my breath at this point. It, yeah. Wait. I just. I, mean, I just want to ask. Oh wait. Ahead. Please keep talking. No, I know. Oh, I was just going to say I don't think any of us expected the commercial last year. Yeah. That, that blew everyone away. That was great commercial. And that's why we really want that happen to happen again this year. And it's just like I'm apprehensive it probably won't. It was pretty great that last year we got the same commercial as 2014's. Yeah, that that was interesting. Really? We yeah, should have gotten a this is the end 3D Jabberwockies commercial. Uh, okay, so so Usherette says I won't be surprised to see Walking Dead with under an hour wait times on average nights. I could have said that about Werewolf last year, and it still surprised me. There were still people going to it, even after all the backlash you got after the first two weeks. Yeah. I mean, depending on the reviews or whatever, or even movies in general, people are going to go see things regardless, and you right. can't really change their minds. Exactly. Like, a maze could receive the worst reviews of all time, but I don't really care because I want to experience it for myself and inform my own opinions. Yeah. Exactly. 
And if people are big enough fans of that franchise, you know, you don't even have to think twice. Like, you know, if there's I mean, a property I really wanted to see and it got horrible reviews, I'd still go see it. Of course. Like, let's say they did like Pumpkinhead, like one of my favorite movies, and it got horrible reviews. I would wait an hour for it, plus, because I love that movie. Yeah, I can I can see that. I mean, Brain Scan. N- most people don't even know what that is. If Brain Scan had a house, I would totally be down. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a a good stopping point here for the night, uh, gentlemen. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, I want to thank every single uh, person that was collaborative in chat tonight. You guys are awesome. So yeah, many well, great well, talking to chat, yeah. answering questions. Yeah, we enjoy answering questions. Uh, if you want to use the hashtag HHM Podcast for the next one, be my guest. Use that on Twitter. If not, then just come to live chat and interact with everyone. We have a really good atmosphere here on the Podcast Network every single time we do a podcast. So, uh, real quick, uh, I want to uh, shout out to Ryan. He is officially in the Elite now. Uh, it's at Ryan Roscoe on Twitter, and his link to his YouTube channel is in the description bar. And uh, Ian was unable to be here tonight. Hopefully he'll be able to be back next time, and he'll be giving his opinion on Krampus. Right away, right when we first start, regardless of what the announcement is, Ian will give his opinion on Krampus. Um, uh, Miller, welcome. He says, uh, I showed up at the end, but all I have to say is Krampus Maze, my wish came true. Yeah, I, and a lot of people wanted this. And uh, Miller, don't worry, the archive will be up very soon. Um, I'll try to get it up on iTunes uh, within the next 24 hours. So it'll be available for everyone to uh, download and listen to on your walk when you're playing Pokemon Go or when you're just going to work or when you're at work. Uh, thank you, Usher, for joining us. I uh, hope you feel better. And uh, hopefully uh, if you like what you heard, then you'll come back next time. And, hey, maybe you never know. Maybe you can uh, join one of our super awesome uh, – Halloween Horror Nights Popcast Network meetups we're going to be doing in the parks this year. We had a lot of really cool ones last year. You ain't seen nothing yet. We got a lot of cool stuff planned, and we'll uh, yeah. we will divulge all that information uh, later this month. So, uh, once again, uh, thank you to Ian. It is at Theme Park Browse, and his link is in the description bar below. And Travis. You can follow me on Twitter, Travis Coaster. Basically it. All right. Uh, yes, Howard, we cannot wait to see you opening night. Uh, let us know where you are, if you know what I mean. And uh, we will all hail the network, as always. And Will? Uh, <clears throat> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at HHNDog, D-A-W-G. The link to my YouTube channel is in the description bar down below. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, like, comment, and subscribe to my channel for more channel for more great content like Halloween Horror Nights coming soon. Um, just did a Krampus video that was released yesterday. Make sure to give that video a thumbs up if you get a chance to. And uh, had a great time tonight. And until then, and if we have one, if we have a podcast next Saturday. I will see you boys and girls in the doghouse. Justin? Um, 
I am uh, HHN Maniacs. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and um, I do have a YouTube, but I'm not really going to be using it. I will join a lot of podcasts, but I, I will not be using my YouTube. Make sure to uh, follow me, tweet me, you know, any questions you have, and um, you all are really great. Thank you for joining us yet again. Thank you for um, inviting me. Uh, not a problem, and uh, we always uh, save the last three, as always. Cameron? You guys can follow me on Twitter at Crypticam. Uh, you guys can follow me on or subscribe to me on YouTube. It's in the description below. And um, I had a lot of fun tonight. I joined in kind of late, but you know, I, I'd like to thank the um, the live chat. You guys are always great. Um, and you know, thanks for tuning in. And uh, stay naughty this year. Krampus is dying. Indeed. And I have something to say to close out the show before we go before we go off the air. So, so, so. Said my name. somebody said my name. I swear. So, uh, Ronald P. Dakes. Uh, you can find him on Horror Night Nightmares under HHN ninety fan ninety five. If you are on uh, Nightmares. And shout out to Horror Night Nightmares. They always uh, promote the podcast, and they're a great forum to uh, check out. So definitely check them out, without a doubt. And uh, also, Usherette, you can follow uh, her Tumblr at the Usherette. So uh, that's more information. There's links to everybody's YouTube channel in the description bar. Uh, there's links to a lot of Horror Nights-related sites you should be checking out including some great podcasts, the great people at ScareZone, uh, the awesome people, Matt and Quint from uh, Neozaz, and uh, my good friends at the Dead Man's Digest and Frequent Fear podcast as well. All of those links are in the description bar. And Tyler? Yeah, um, you can follow us on uh, Home and Haunt on Twitter and... Uh, YouTube as well, Instagram, and uh, our website's homemadehaunt.net, but it's currently down because we're working on some things, but it'll be back up soon, so, yeah. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, you can follow the network on Twitter. It's at Popcast Network. Follow me on Twitter at Sarone Disney. Uh, you can like our Facebook fan page if you haven't yet. It's under Popcast Network on Facebook. And uh, that's also where I'm going to be sending out the RSVP notifications for our meetups this year. So uh, that's where you can RSVP. Or you can just get at me on Twitter if you know on Facebook and let us know that you're coming to the event. We've got a lot of really cool things planned, so uh, stay tuned. If you really want to uh, support the network, uh, you don't have to, obviously, but it'd be really cool to uh, see some merch in the uh, parks this year. I would be awesome to walk up to a meetup and see someone wearing a Popcast Network t-shirt if you want one. There's plenty of merch available at uh, zazzle.com backslash podcast network. And if you check at the top of the bar, there's usually a some sort of a discount code where you can get a percentage off. So there's that if you really want to do that. So once again, we want to thank everyone for joining us tonight. We've had a great time talking about Halloween Horror Nights 26 and a great time talking about Krampus. And we will have a full uh, podcast talking about the originals when they are announced. Mm -hmm. And we will be talking about the final IP maze when it's officially announced. And the scare zones and the shows uh, when they are announced. So, yes, I uh, want to thank everyone for watching. Thanks, everyone, for listening tonight. Uh, check out us on iTunes, the Podcast Network, if you want the Horror Nights podcast. They're all available on there, all six of them and soon to be seven. 
thank you again to, your, to the live chat. You guys all rock, and uh, thank you for spending your Saturday night, Sunday morning, whenever uh, time zone you're in with us. People from the UK joining us tonight, people from the other coasts, thank you again. We really appreciate it. So uh, that's what we've got for the evening, and uh, as always, uh, thank you guys and girls out there for watching. Ho, 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 Merry Podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ring, ring, ring. And until next time, boys and girls, that's all we got to say about that. And yes, from all of us here at Pub, we just want to say thank you. Now, get the hell out. I'm not playing the fucking song. <laughs> and that's all we gotta to look say a lot like Christmas. <laughs> Not.